0: The Bartender Ramp Podcast is powered by CIC Powerbox, your all-in-one portable power solution for commercial and residential projects, roadside assistance, or personal recreation. Call us at 802-468-7697 or visit CICPowerbox.com. CIC PowerBox, wherever you go, go with power. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Bartender Rand Podcast. I am your host, Steve Haley, and I cannot believe I'm three episodes deep and still this conscious. Downstairs beneath the. Uh, oh, wait. Beneath, thee. beneath the. Beneath the. Downstairs beneath me. My God, this is going to be a great intro. Um, are three very large men eating a lot of apple. De- uh,
0: okay. Oh, Steve. Bless well, your little heart. I thought it was going to be me that's fucking up.
1: All right, we're starting over.
0: No, we're not. We're keep going. Over. You keep this going. If you start over, I'll push you down. All right, we're starting over. <laughs> Beneath the Welcome to
1: the Bartender Rand podcast. I'm your host Steve Haley, and I cannot believe I'm this conscious at this point in the proceedings. We are three podcasts in, and my my dictation is flawless. I haven't stumbled over a single word. There's no mush mouth quality about it. I am I am delivering lines with the robust gusto of a seasoned Shakespearean actor right now. (laughs) Below me are three large men eating Applebee's at an alarming rate. The number of boxes that they brought home from the Applebee's to go is, I thought they were going to feed the entire SEMA show, Michael, not just the three of them. But happy to be here, obviously still in Vegas, obviously on our tear of a day, three podcasts in a row, and what fitting way to finish this crazy day than with some Small Batch Village Mezcal. I could not be happier. Can't wait to tell you guys about the drink that we're doing tonight, the amazing guests that we have. But before I do that, I want to bring in the one, the only, my feather-haired friend. He is number one in your playbooks and also number one in your hearts, Michael Windsor. Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Fuck you. Call a doctor, <laughs> yeah, like a doctor. I, I I'm got to be honest with you. There, I, I had a mini stroke, and um, you know, I pride myself on on being a fast talker, somebody that can just, uh, you know, weave tapestries of bullshit Bampy. and at at you know a Bampy. speed. That other people cannot keep up with, and it's one of my great skills. And when I uh, when I start to lose that ability, I it's it's one of the few times I get self conscious.
0: Yeah, you should be is, always self conscious. Is this how you feel always? I'm honestly, I'm also really glad that I'm still this sober because
1: I'm blown away. What, what our guest <laughs> I be know you. is
0: when we've done not even three but two episodes in a
1: row. I usually am kind of sloshed by now. Not usually, <laughs> you're you're worthless. I mean, you remember the time that we did two in a row, and then uh, you know you did uh, you know you left no me hanging that's the there thing i don't not remember. Saltwater, saltwater crocodiles. <laughs> saltwater water crocodiles. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just
0: happy to be here, Steve. I'm I'll...
1: happy that you're here.
0: I'm happy you're here.
1: Mentally. And, yeah, yeah and thank s- you. And from a standpoint of sobriety. Just wait, but the Mezcal's coming. So. The Mezcal is coming. I actually am very excited to talk about, uh, again, the cocktail history. All day today, our, our guests, our wonderful bartenders that have joined us, have brought some really unique either alcohol or takes on classic drinks, and it has allowed me to learn a lot and learn with you guys as we've really uh, opened up the book on some of the cocktail history and explored some cool stuff. And that is not going to stop. That trend is going to continue tonight as we dig into a really interesting Mezcal. And uh, I'm going to say the community behind that Mezcal. And I'll explain what I mean Mm. by that later. But Michael, what is new, my friend?
0: Well, nothing's new. We've been here since one o'clock recording <laughs> episodes. What are you talking about? Just
1: tell the people about Fremont Street. We're, We're gonna go gonna out. Go and to, and it's ha, it's Halloween. It, it is I, it's Halloween. Too, by it the time you listen to Halloween, Fremont Street, Fremont Street, <laughs> Fremont Street, go to
0: Fremont, which that's my uh, that's my favorite place to go in Vegas thus far. I haven't you know explored Vegas very much. I'm getting some weird sidelong glances from the. You're fine. All right. <laughs> but I uh, love Fremont Street. Uh, done the Vegas Strip before. It's fine, you know. See the Bellagio, see the Excalibur show. It's cool. But Fremont is so much fun. It's so old weird. school Vegas. We got uh, Justin. He was on one of the episodes earlier. Justin's been on, and Justin's a big gay cowboy from um, Southwest Missouri. Big gay cowboy. And uh, I paid some uh, like Eastern European women in uh, like you know BDSM outfits to to slap him. You know, and uh whip him on Fremont Street in front of a crowd of people for like five dollars. I said, Will you do this for five dollars? And they said yes, and I went to go pay them the five dollars. We're like, We well, usually we charge twenty for this. I'm like, Yeah, but we agreed for five dollars, so here it is.
1: I feel like I'm on the show Jeopardy and I'm buzzing in to say, When was the last time you giggled this hard, right? Did I well, giggle? No, you remember like on Jeopardy, you always have to ask a question as your answer. Yeah. You were like, <laughs> I had, I paid people to whip Justin on the street on Fremont. Ding, 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 ding. What was the last time Mike giggled this hard? <laughs> right? Like, like a little baby child.
0: So um, Fremont's awesome. It's Halloween. Very
1: night. I'm very
2: excited. And the out.
1: anonymous voice you just heard, where who we will be introducing in just a moment, she actually works on Fremont. So she's gonna give us the roadmap to Old Town Vegas. <laughs> Can't wait to to really dig into that. But. Um, guys thank you so much for listening along we love you we thank you uh, for all of the support the reason we are out here in Vegas the reason Mike and I have exhausted ourselves with three episodes today the reason that we've disciplined ourselves to not get yeah, drunk I'm
0: super disciplined I,
1: no no I'm serious You yeah, guys me too do, you guys don't understand like how doctor you guys don't understand <laughs> don't understand <laughs> how tasty the best little whorehouse cocktail was yeah, it was good on the episode that we just did with uh, Jew uh, I mean it was Unbelievable! I wanted to have six of them. And you know why I didn't? I didn't for you. So I could continue to bring you great content. So you better thank me and you better rate and review us on all of your listening or platforms. Or else. Or else. Exactly. Now, uh, Mike might show up behind <laughs> you like, <laughs> like Mike Myers, like he did to me when I popped out of the car yesterday. So, um, No, but look, guys, we thank you for your support. The reason we're here in Vegas is we want to keep this community building and bring you great content. Uh, Contact. content, excuse me. Um, please, if you want to support us further, listen to the end of the show. Uh, we'll give you all the information, on how you can follow us on social media. You can interact with us. You can get more involved with the show. Uh, if you want to be one of our great producers, if you want to get involved with the hard card game, if you want to be at one of our industry night, happy hours, or if you just need some easy listening and you want to check out Mike's, uh, BRP jukebox playlist that we are cultivating, Even if you just want to get some cool show merch, please listen at the end of the show. We do a great outro, and I promise you, on this episode, it's going to be a rough one for Mike and I, so (laughs) listen to us fight, which is always one of your favorite things. Um, Before we move on, before we get into the fun, remember, if you are struggling with substance abuse, with mental health, please reach out to us, shoot us an email, DM us. We would love to talk to you. We would love to just be... Um, somebody that'll listen, somebody that'll talk to you for a little bit. Um, and, and you know, understand that Mike and I have been through a lot of this, working in this crazy, crazy business. We want to be uh, a friendly ear for you. But, we. Yes, we are not professionals. We're not professionals. No, which is why at the end of every episode, we list some professional services you can seek out. Guys, we want you to be happy and healthy, and we want you to keep coming back, helping us build this community, and enjoying these great stories. And the only way you can do that is if you're taking care of yourself. take care of yourselves, motherfuckers. Please. So listen to those resources at the end of the show. If you're struggling, reach out. Don't wait another second. Reach out, okay, to us or those resources. Um, Without further ado, let's get into a little bit of the fun now that we've uh, put a little of the somberness to bed we have an unbelievable guest tonight we have cat and i failed to ask her what the name of her cocktail is so it's called carrot surprise that's Ooh, i like that i'm sorry what carrot surprise okay we have cat with the carrot surprise (laughs) here we go All right, Kat, so excited to have you here tonight. So excited to be here. Fantastic. You have come in with, <laughs> with just this exuding joy, the big smile on your face. I love how loud you, I love you've interrupted me like six times. This is the type of guest we need more of. I feel like I'm trampling people. I don't think I'm going to do that to Kat tonight. Not a chance Well, you, you'll try, but she'll stop you. I That's will try true. and fail. Yeah. <laughs> try and fail. Well, thank you for coming on. We are so excited to have you. I'm
3: excited, too. I can't. uh, This is actually a lot of fun for it being on Halloween. This is like a spooky end to a very fucked up weekend on Fremont. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
1: no kidding. I can only imagine the things that you've seen on Fremont. Uh,
3: No. No, you can't, because neither can I. (laughs) The freaks of Fremont, yes. uh, We call it the Fremont Freak Show. Yes. Uh, Or I do tell a lot of the customers down there, it's uh, Freak du Soleil.
1: Oh, I like that. I like that. Very fitting for Vegas.
3: It's solid. And uh, when people are like, oh, well, do you believe in zombies? I'm like, then you've never been on Fremont on Sunday morning. I've seen them walk. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) One of them was Nicolas Cage going to brunch.
3: I think he hangs out in Ellis Island, actually. (laughs) He's in there right now singing a bunch of Elvis
1: music. Not surprising. Not surprising. In his leather aviator fighter pilot jacket. um, Yeah. All right. Well, first, I got to just ask you, what motivated you to even come on the show? Why Why are you here with us? What convinced you to join us?
3: Um, I don't know. The rampant twelve emails that I got was kind of entertaining. Like I kind of expected one of them to be like, "Hey, uh, we were, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, just reading through your gauntlet questions that you guys sent, I was like, "Okay, these guys actually kind of know what's up. They've actually been in the industry. They they've kind of figured this out, and this sounds like it's going to be like less." Um, you know, pretentious or, yeah. you know, this is going to be more of the fun part of the industry rather than just the, you know, it. it it's some of the parts of the industry, not to shit on anybody's work, because I do believe this is a, it's a rough job. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's so much that people see now with like mixologists and startenders or mm-hmm. whatever fucking new nickname that they've got this week.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And I think some of that, a lot of people are like, aren't there just bartenders anymore? It's like, yeah, but...
1: We, we, We've lost our sense of just being real people from time <laughs> to time. I'm yeah, sure. Um, no, if you can believe it, when we started, we had sixty questions, and Mike and I <laughs> fought like cats and dogs as we whittled it down to ten. Yeah. Um, some of them combined together really nicely. You know, things like ratchet and crazy customers. I mean, there were probably five questions yeah. that really Fight,
0: fights, arrests, and fires. Right. I mean, there's three questions. Things right like there that that have one, kind so. of all
1: come together, but um you know it, it was uh, it was not easy we sat around and we were like <laughs> what are the things we have to ask everybody yeah. and and this the gauntlet is what we spit out and so. we
0: still have bonus questions at the end because we just couldn't let them go so no, that's no. fair enough yeah. it's Wait, like well, your
3: favorite child in the divorce <laughs> that's right the
1: favorite child in the divorce <laughs> yes. keeping that one um, and you can take that one I think the question see you know I'm not a big fan of children in general I think the questions at the end are like the dog I'm keeping in the divorce yeah. you know? Okay, I mean, there's so, that. Uh, something cuddly and fluffy that I have to just throw at our guests before before they leave the show, um, but look, I don't want to bog us down too much. Let's get right into this cocktail. It's an unbelievable name. Just say it for the people one more time. <laughs> one more time, Carrot Surprise. Carrot Surprise, and that's not a sex act, okay? No, it's not. <laughs> well, it might be. I mean, you know, it might be now. Tonight, it's good. <laughs> tonight is just something we're putting our mouth. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the Carrot Surprise. How you came up with the name? Some of the, you know, like the base ingredients and 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 why you chose that for tonight. Why you thought, hey, this is the drink I have to profile on the show. So I have a very like odd, not um,
3: interaction or attraction, uh, a, a very odd tie to this drink. Um, as short as I can, concise as I can make this. Uh, I started out wanting to, or at least um, when I decided I wanted to like take my career in a particular area, For whatever reason, I wanted to go towards beer. I always thought I wanted to be a sommelier, and then I started learning about beer. And I was like, whoa, this is really cool. And um, just was fascinated at all the neat things that they were doing with beer. So the first big, huge beer festival I ever went to was called the Great American Beer Festival that's held every year in uh, Denver, Colorado. And it is legitimately like the Oscars of beer. And it, but it's a gigantic beer fuss, and just everybody just getting absolutely annihilated <laughs> for five hours straight. Um, but I happened to go around one of the little end caps and there was a, a Dogfish Head Brewing uh, was from there. Out,
1: from out in Maryland. Yeah. Um, yeah,
3: they were there and they were doing this really cool infusion beer where they had all of like the chemistry set shit out there that looked like one of those cold drip like coffee makers yeah. that are like all spindly and shit. And um, the beer was called Hot Soup, And the brewer had named it after after what his kid calls Hot Soup. And it was carrot and ginger and sweet potatoes and yams. And it was served at room temperature. And it mm. was just the coolest beer I had ever had served in my life. It,
0: served at room temperature. Yeah. And how, and how was it?
3: I was like, fucking amazing.
0: (laughs) And it wouldn't be better cold, you don't think? No! No,
3: Not even a little bit. Um, Almost like a
1: cooled piece of sweet potato pie. Just sitting there there at the temperature, you know? Or like cold
3: pizza, you know? I dig it. So, um, I came up with this cocktail on a bus on the way home from Arizona Cocktail Week with that particular... Drink on your mind. uh, Yeah, beer in mind, because I I had just gotten introduced to Mezcal and was like, what the... Fuck pairs with mezcal. Yeah, what do and, I fucking do? A worm, yeah. that's what. Yeah, pretty worm, much. Yeah. Me- Mexico! Uh, so I was like on a bus and I'm just first cocktail competition ever and just writing shit out as I'm on the bus back from Arizona, which is like approximately about four or five hours and just popped this cocktail off the top of my head, tinkered with it a little bit um, for the first time in my life, tried to actually up my garnish game, which I did not do tonight because I know. I, and never never the fuck again. That's
1: more of a knock on us not being prepared for you. Than no, you for it's us, fine. So.
3: Never the fuck again will I ever make carrots or rose like roses out of carrots. Oh, yeah. Jesus, Mary, <laughs> and Joseph. Yeah. What a fucking the artisan nighter. crafting. Oh the god. Yeah. I I I, th- I
0: thought that's what the barbacks were for. Uh, no, this is me in my apartment at home
3: making this shit. And then trying to figure out how to do this, and like, and mind you, like I said, I had never been in a cocktail competition. Was like looking through garnishes, like, what the hell do I garnish this with? Like not knowing anything about garnishes. Yeah, but
0: you're right. A a rose carrot would be perfect for it. And it was,
3: and uh, with a with a little sage leaf on it. And it was, they're beautiful. And. But man, are they a pain in the ass! Yeah. And I was just like, "Never the fuck again! I'm never making you again." You sit in that corner and you think
1: about what you're feeling. <laughs> this is you yelling at a yeah, carrot. Yeah, this is yeah. me yelling at a yeah. carrot
3: that I am slicing like with a mandolin and trying to soak them in water to make them pliable. And I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is great. I love it. So, so why? The, where did the name come from?
3: Um, when I was a little kid, my um my mother, who was a fantastic cook, um made this dish one night uh, before she went off to work, which she called carrot surprise, which was probably the most Horrible thing that had ever come out of my mother's kitchen on the face of the planet.
1: And Just some crazy, like, uh, casserole that she threw together. Yeah, before like, she went legitimately
3: to that. And gotta it, feed
1: the children. And here's
3: my dad panicking as my brother and I are saying, they're like, eh, we don't like this. It's awesome. <laughs> here's my poor dad, like, freaking out with two kids. And my dad can, like, it's not really the greatest cook on the face of the planet. I mean, obviously, he fed himself to a point, but. <laughs> and here he is dealing with two cranky kids that are just like yeah. ah, this is- Oh, he's like, here, just have another piece of chicken and shut yeah. up.
0: <laughs> well, it makes sense because carrots take so long to go bad. So, I mean, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. in the fridge. You see them every day. And right. then you're like, all right, I'm going to try and do something with you.
3: And there was some, like, grating. That's uh, the truth. <laughs> no, it is. And there was, like, some it's grating.
1: Anthropomorphic, uh anthropomorphic uh, vein that we're going down with the carrots. I put the carrots in a corner. Every day I open the fridge say, hey, carrots, how you doing, motherfucker? I'm going to cook you one of these days, right? Like, we're really assigning a lot of human characteristics It to puts this. the
3: carrots in the casserole or right? Else it gets the hose again. <laughs> I didn't even
1: realize I just said human carrot <laughs> charistics. Anyway, continue. Sorry. So so dad gets the kids fed, but so at any rate, this, uh, yeah. this is this is an homage kind of to your mom's cooking and that day where she had to get out the door and so it's carrot surprise. <laughs> so it's it's
3: carrot surprise. It was originally that. called the carrot top, and then I'm like, no, it's got a. It, it said like I was never really sold on that, just because we have carrot top out here.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: I, think I was the other cool thing, and
1: I and again, I've never seen you make this drink, right? Right? I and you still have it parted, right? We didn't. Yep. This is actually it's the still first in pieces. This is the first cocktail we have not um, batched for uh, our actual session, recording session. I'm guessing that just by don't hurt yourself. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm really gonna try hard that by uh, the just the potent color of the carrot. That that, t- that establishes the color of the drink. You're not going to see the Mezcal. Maybe once you get the aromatics, you're going to smell the Mezcal in there. But maybe the surprise is what's behind the character. <laughs> it's fucking
3: smoky Mezcal coming out of nowhere. It could so. be. It's just yeah. like lighting a carrot on fire and pretending like you're smoking it. Like joints <laughs> I don't know. Now yeah. I'm just making shit up. Okay.
1: Well, all right. So so tell the people about the ingredients for the drink just in case they want to mm. stock up and they've uh, l- uh, looked at the episode description. We have all the ingredients on there. But walk them through it and how you part this drink.
3: Okay. So um, I did grate er, uh, some fresh ginger. Um, I have currently – I've got fresh sage. Uh that's kind of key. Like the the powdered sage that is available everywhere just will not cut it. You yeah, need Steve. kind of that little bit of greenery. Yeah, Steve. But but
0: fucking all they powdered had, sage. It <laughs> nah, all they
3: it's fine. Um and then um I've got Delmagay Vita uh Mescal. Uh try to pick a higher quality carrot juice if you're not going to juice your own. Personally, I hate juicing carrots i mean who
0: has a fucking carrot juicer uh, i think i have one general? yeah <laughs> but it's, i it's, think it, it's collected dust for the last yeah. th- it, it's as dusty as the carrots in your refrigerator It's as adversary. dusty as burning
3: man at the moment <laughs> that's right that's <laughs> but right. i actually think that's just kind of what happened i think the the poor juicer has run the gauntlet and it was like hey do you want this yeah sure <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly it got re-gifted like three I, times before it made it to your your house
3: probably so. <laughs> it showed up with like an inch of burner dust on it and sitting in an old gift bag that probably says happy 2012 or something
2: i don't know I
3: love it. Um, simple syrup, uh, obviously. Uh, but, I mean, that's one of those things that you've got to be really, really careful with just because the carrots themselves have such their own mm. natural yeah. sweetness. Yeah, she
0: was already talking shit on our uh, simple syrup, so.
3: it was hey, a- again. It's, it's like, still, she was like,
0: this is like the worst fucking simple syrup. It is. I said second worst, actually. It uh, is second the worst. worst.
3: <laughs> uh, I think the, the first worst is whatever comes in those gigantic storm pourers. That's pretty bad. And if people <laughs> say there's not... Like you, had the you said like that there was. A- it's, it's
0: sugar and water. How bad can you fuck it uh, up? Exactly. Uh, Except I once
3: again Dasani, Arrowhead, and uh, whatever fucking water you've got over there, and then like <laughs> osmosis water or whatever. You can taste the difference. You can. And if you don't believe me, uh, go. Take a drink out of Lake Mead and enjoy a brain-eating
1: amoeba <laughs> <Yeah>. or whatever.
0: <laughs> if there's anything left, right? We have made it to the gauntlet, and
1: we're now uh, threatening <laughs> you with brain-eating amoebas. So this is good. All right. Well, how about this? Let's mix up a few of these. And while you're doing that, um, walk people through the parts on, on, on how they're actually going to craft this at home.
3: Okay. Um, first and foremost, what we're going to do is uh, definitely make sure you have a fine mesh strainer. Uh, because since you've got this grated ginger, you've got to be able to obviously strain it out. Mm-hmm. Um, throw like a, pick your leaves of sage off. I do about three leaves of sage per, um, one and a half ounce pour of, uh, the Del, Delma Gavita, uh, Mezcal. And then it's equal parts, uh, Mescal and carrot juice and then we're just going to kind of tweak it to taste normally i make a ginger syrup to go with it but hey you know somebody's got to pay the bills and shit so (laughs) like work and shit
1: if you know anybody who is paying other people's bills like we'd love to meet that person. Yeah. It's Wait, a, just let us know.
3: It's, it's like that whole when people walk up to the bar and you're like, hey man, how's it going? And they're like, great dude, how are you? And you're like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. I'd be let better if I
0: had
3: $100. <laughs> mine, is, mine is always, I'd be a lot better if I was sitting in the Maldives somewhere holding Elon Musk's wallet, but fuck, I guess I'm here.
1: <laughs> That's better than most, honestly. You walk into my bar and say that, I'm going to at least give you a, like a C plus for trying. I mean, you're like, oh, I'd be... A- how about $1,000? What can I do for you tonight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: That's a, no, that's up there with the whole, can I get you anything else? Well, again, no, just stop right there. I've already heard <laughs> a Put a power drill my temple.
1: Put a brain eating amoeba right on my tongue. <laughs> All right, let's mix these up. Right, like- I am eager to try this. So while you're getting these going, um, I'm going to tell a little bit about the cocktail history. So obviously, um, Kat was nice enough to... Um, walk you guys through which mezcal we're using tonight you know which high- is
0: absolutely delicious
1: yes truly really and, and and cat again how do we pronounce it uh, Delma gay Vida. Delma gay okay and Delma gay makes about 20 different mezcal styles they are actually a mezcal collective they work with over 20 different villages all throughout um uh, uh, the Oaxaca region and the region of Pueblo, Mexico. So these are indigenous villages that date back. Some of them actually trace their roots to Aztec culture. It's a, it's a fascinating um, kind of conglomerate of how they produce this. It's the reason at the top of the show, I call this a community and not a distillery. This is handcrafted mezcal. And again, there's almost 20 different types that they make from Zapotec and Mixtec farmer families um, this is the first company to introduce artisanal mezcal. Mezcal made by multiple different farms coming together. Um, actually, uh, not just farming their products individually, but smoking them individually and in different styles. So a lot of the different mezcals that um, Del Magui uh, Mago- has, I cannot say the name. Del McGay. Del McGay. Thank you. Um, Offer are what we think of as blended options. They're multiple different agaves from different regions that have come together. They've been smoked different ways, cultivated different ways. This company was the first to truly bring artisanal mezcal to a broader scale with uh, uh, both North American and international distribution. They first started doing this in 1995, and they would continue. Uh, they have continued this tradition for every one of their brands, um, seeking out ancestral villages all throughout the uh Puebla and. Oaxaca regions of Mexico and I found it really interesting if you actually go on their website one of the coolest parts about it is they break down every single tequila that they make with the uh, distillation process from roots in the ground to liquid in the bottle and they talk about every single family that farms that particular tequila wow. and so um this tequila that we're drinking tonight which is their Vida, is uh farmed by 10 different indigenous villages a total of six families sp- spread across the area um they their big mantra at the um you know uh at del magui is single village because obviously they're not a single village, mm-hmm. but it's it's the mantra is we're all coming together to to make this great product. And I thought that it was really cool. It's a community of people that are not even necessarily like distillation experts or tequila experts. They just happen to be great farmers mm-hmm. and you know people trying to build a community and make a buck and take care of their families. And they're, uh, this conglomerate has brought them all together to offer somebody like you or I who's really excited about cocktails – an authentic mezcal experience and i was i thought that that is so fitting for this drink and and the way that you described it right like it's you're coming back from this cocktail experience you're thinking about how can i use a uh you know a, a, infuse something with carrot juice and let that shine and and i thought you picked the perfect brand um to for this drink and and it's a beautiful halloween color as well and okay.
0: And I love too that uh, the beer that gave you the inspiration for this was named after the brewer's son's way to say hot soup, uh-huh. and then your name for the drink is something from your childhood from uh, yeah. your mother. So I think I, that's kind of cool.
3: I didn't even think about that.
1: There, there's, there's a lot of I think um, familial uh, components. Yeah, to Yeah, that's this what drink. I was
0: thinking about when you were talking yeah. about the uh, the villages. These uh, are, that are small. This together. These
1: are small villages. They're rural. They. Um, you know, they make their way on textiles and farming and you know, just mining natural resources. These are villages that still don't have probably uh, a lot of electricity and running water and sewage and you know the internet and basic amenities, but they are coming together with a common purpose of, of making this this wonderful product. And I also love, you know, I think we need to really uh, make a point of posting, um the label for the bottle it's so pure and simplistic it looks like something uh you know that was designed you know at um you know it, it, just just buy somebody off the cuff, it's like no, painted I, by. I hand agree. Almost. I know what you. I know what
0: you mean. It, it's a, it's it's a simple label. You know what I mean. It doesn't look like something uh, that was created
1: by a brand that has you know
0: hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in their marketing. And they're company.
1: trying. And they're trying to pierce markets, right? I'll, and, I'll
0: be honest. I would probably uh, wouldn't would even pass this up personally if I was just you looking would, overlook it, say, it, right? would overlook it. I would overlook it. You would think it, yeah. it's a problem? But after tasting it, never. Oh again. my god. Yeah.
1: It has an unbelievable flavor. I think um, Kat was uh, nice enough to, nice enough to give us a, a, a sample before we got into the cocktails of the Mezcal to kind of open up uh, the flavor palette. And what I was shocked by, I think, the most is the fruit note. And they describe it on their website as that. This is a richer, sweeter Mezcal. They even say um, uh, the the master distiller, a guy named uh, Pelskar, um, uh, Cooper Pelskar, it talks about how we don't want mezcal to be a smoke bomb we want smoke to be a foundation of the drink but not something that dominates it and i think that that shines in this vita and vita life is bright yeah and it's bright with a lot of fruit note which I, i i really liked when we sampled it cheers cheers guys so cheers and if you're listening along if you've mixed up this cocktail you know what we always say don't just listen along drink along damn straight
0: Mmm. That's delicious. And you still get the flavors of the mezcal. I like the bite. but But it does cut it really well. It's sweet with a bite. And I was excited about this too because the last time I had carrot juice that I can remember is when I was a kid. And we had a juicer. And even as a kid, I loved carrot juice. And it's not something that you find very often, you know what I mean? Right, There's, unless it, you're
3: absolutely looking, looking for,
0: for it. Looking for it, yeah. And when I saw this on the, the list tonight, that's why when you said, oh, somebody's already been in this bottle, I was like, oh, I've got to try some <laughs> So I love that you picked this, and this is absolutely delicious. Thank and you. I feel kind of good. I feel like I'm, you know... It's like a V eight almost. It's like you know. You, al- you feel you like you are being It's like it's yeah. like an we got a probiotic. Yeah.
3: Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, you're like I don't feel quite as bad now exactly. about drinking because it came with something. Now, as far as this goes, you do have the oppor- like the option to sweeten up if you want to. That carrot juice to me is a little bit on the sweeter side, and then the Delma Gay Vita is a little bit sweet. So that's why I'm like, eh. I like my cocktails a little bit more savory personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I just. Never been huge
1: on the. Oh my God! I need something pink and fruity yeah. that I can drink. <laughs> I don't like how. Str- dare no. <laughs> you? I don't like sweet. I, I mean, if if something's gonna be sweet and I'm gonna enjoy it, it needs to be subtle. Yeah, I agree. Well
0: balanced. Yeah. 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 It's I, too always, sweet, it ruins it immediately. Yeah. I've
1: always been a huge fan of any type of legume sweetness, right? Pistachio, almond, because it has that yeah. really, really subtle. I don't think
0: too. almonds are a legume, are they? It yeah, comes on a tree. A
1: don't look at me. Dude, I'm legume? a bartender, not dude, a scientist. Legumes?
0: Isn't a peanut a legume? Yeah. Legume is nut meat, dude. I don't think that's what <laughs> it is, but go on.
1: You want to fucking try me? It's nut meat, dude. All right. <laughs> get, some, want, want, get some nut meat. <laughs> dude, you say, I'll put, I'll put two legumes right in your fucking mouth oh, right my now. Oh, All right. Anyway. All right. So. All right. Let's get right into the drink. This is delicious. As I'm continuing to sip on it, one of the complexities that I am intrigued by is I love it. Anytime ginger comes into play. Whether it's a food recipe or it's a drink recipe. The ginger, the first like couple sips was not – um, hitting as much. And as I'm continuing to sip, mm-hmm. the sides of my tongue yeah. are starting to tickle with that little ginger flavor, right? And the, it, it started to have like a spice.
0: Yeah, well, t- and that's what I was going to say. Ginger feels spicy even though it's not. Correct. If that makes sense, yeah.
1: The ginger and the smoke of the mezcal
3: are a pair. Th- which you wouldn't ever think Those- to throw together and then add carrot on top of it. Yeah. And like I said, the first time I made this in my kitchen, I was like,
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. Those two are a secret duo right there. <laughs> See, I, 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 I'm, I'm making mental notes here. Okay. <laughs> mezcal and ginger. Mezcal and ginger. I we- feel like you could also
0: uh, turn this into a Bloody Maria.
1: You could.
3: You All know right.
0: what I mean? With the same base that you've done. But, you know, because I, I, I love Bloody Marys. But My I, too. I just feel like like a bre- like this reminds me of like almost a breakfast drink, too. Um, and I feel like you could take that twist on it as well.
3: <laughs> and and it's just coming from the guy that's just like, I love carrot juice, I love carrot juice, I
1: love carrot juice. <laughs> well, one of the drinks that
3: You're brought- gonna see him tomorrow like or er, early like hey, later yeah, on. He'll just have this and then the bottle of Mezcal yeah, on the my, other hand will just
0: be just knocking. O- just an orange beer. He's you just know? burping <laughs> up Nickelodeon orange slime tomorrow <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: Uh, no, you know, one of the things that really brought Mike and I together as friends is when we first moved in together at the Maryland house in Charles Village in north central Baltimore we were living with bartenders all all of us were bartenders and pretty much every day you came home it was like guys it's fucking margarita night it's old fashioned night we're doing this we're doing that and mike was the guy that made at the time and it wasn't it wasn't even close the best dirty martini anywhere around and huh. it was great i loved when mike would get in the kitchen and shake up mar- martinis and get the get the glasses all chilled and we'd sit around the house and you know bullshit and fancy. shoot pool and stuff like fancy that fancy shit fancy yeah. shit mike is also I mean, then we'd go outside and shoot rats with a bb gun <laughs> exactly exactly and mike you know mike's also from kansas so he's Somebody that grew up, um, you know, he has a passion for for cultivating like peppers and making spices, and, oh, so and I was like can-
3: the banjo music, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, can- and, and canning his
1: own, uh, Kentucky. canning his own pickled <laughs> eggs, and and one time we actually had a jar of the brine left over from uh, some pickled eggs Mike had sent us, um, and they were spicy, right? He had put they I, were
0: I, Indian pickled eggs, right? Yeah, right. Like and I think hot, he would put spicy. like like a
1: sriracha or
0: ginger. S- Sriracha and ginger, and, and no, there's no sriracha, but there's ginger in there, absolutely. And there was
1: definitely some type of hot sauce. Oh, abs- well, no, just hot peppers. Hot pepper, yeah. okay. And it had, I think it was
0: uh, Serrano, yeah.
1: And I think you also used some uh, red wine vinegar because it had that really dark, kind of r- like rich red color to it. And um, I got to be honest with you, I would love as we're talking about the spice of the ginger and the smokiness of the mezcal, a mezcal martini where we allowed that spicy, briny. Uh, you know, vinegar to mix with the mezcal and then maybe add the ginger on the back end for the spice, just like, a, like,
0: just like a slice of pickled egg, yes,
1: yes the garnish, dude. Yes, <laughs> yes, the <laughs> El Diablo nice. martini lives, <laughs>
2: That's it <nice>.
1: lives. <laughs> Oh man, now, I'm feeling very mad scientist right now But <laughs> all right, very appropriate for Halloween But let's get into it So our first category, as always in the show Is what we call our drinkin. So it's, this is your service industry LinkedIn First and foremost, tell us how you got into the business First job in the service industry
3: <laughs> uh, That would be Lone Star Steakhouse Nice Woof uh, Agreed Oh God, a great double yeah. wolf <laughs> However, it was uh, it was I think the natural segue of all things. it's it was definitely one of those situations where being 20 and about six months ago of being 21, I started off as a server and I it was ridiculous to watch um, waiting come out like years later and being oh, like, yeah this was my life. I
1: lived that yeah. yeah
3: yeah, it was exactly that I was like, fuck, I could have written that. <laughs>
0: now, is Lone Star the one where the, you can cut the tie to get a discount? No,
3: be. Lone Star Steakhouse was a stupid ones where you used to be able to eat the peanuts and, and throw, then throw the, the shit on the floor. I love that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then, it, and then they also, used to like country dance. And I was shit just going to say, the, don't
1: they line it? They make the servers line They dance. used
3: to. So when I started there, like that was of fame. I
1: heard that legend that it was I'm, like... No, um, it was
3: true. It was a thing. It I, was a fucking
1: thing. So, somebody once told me he was working at Chick-fil-A. At least I don't work at Lone, uh, Lone Star Steakhouse. And I was like, why? And and <laughs> she said, well, all I have to do here is say, uh, it's a pleasure. But there they make them country line dance. They
3: did. Uh, but that was like a little bit before my time, oh my luckily God. for that. And then the peanut thing. Like When I had gotten there, they had just something had happened somewhere where somebody like somebody slipped yep yeah. and they had to like you could still get the wow. peanuts on request but you had to throw them in another bucket and i yeah, was like you
0: can't just throw them on the floor
3: this is stupid so yeah I,
0: I love that though i've been Fucking i've communism been, I've been, <laughs> <if you laughs> ask me i've been to the lone star where you can just throw like especially yeah. as a kid and you're like i can just throw this shit on the floor you're like, fuck yeah, awesome. Dad. yeah. So i don't Hell care yeah. if i'm eating on the kids menu this it does great. make
1: you feel like a king pick this up for me peasant <laughs> you will sweep this up later but uh okay wow what an introduction into the business so i always like to ask our guests second question what is the extent of your service industry experience? And I think it's fun if you rat a tat tat. Yeah, like, so,
0: play, like places you've worked. Bartender, right? And also like states. So that's something we missed on Jew's episode. Yeah, Because yeah, we sure. asked her like name some of the positions that you've worked at. Um, but then we found out later on that she had been in L.A., she Beverly Hills, LA, all these places. Yeah. So what tell are us some of the positions, you've positions so and I, places. Yeah.
3: Uh, basically, just a server, bartender, and then um, unfortunately did that horrible transition into fucking management, like yeah. <laughs> uh, Where you're like, ah, I hate
1: my life. No, Here's idea. the thing. <laughs> I I I haven't known you for long, but I can already tell that you would have been a manager. I would have loved, and I would have bent your arm every chance I could have gotten, and. You would have just looked at me like, "Today's the day. Today's the day I shoot up this entire." <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> no, uh,
3: words have always been like my 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 main weapon of choice, fair and enough, then uh, fair enough. Where there isn't that, there there might be a hidden knife or a nightstick or, you know, sometimes the. Yeah,
1: did you know that knives are sharp? <laughs> fuck off, Steve. This is. <laughs> He's you know making
3: that? fun of me. Go fuck yourself. Oh,
1: how did you stab yourself or cut somebody I didn't stab.
0: No, we're not just listening to the last episode <laughs> after it comes <laughs> Mike, out. Mike did a whole
1: 10 minute PSA about when people. Come at other people with knives. People can get hurt well, when knives go bad. That. It's because it's hurt because
0: I, it was. You're right. It was a little bit of a PSA. He was like,
1: "Guns are dangerous, but people don't people think don't about how dangerous you don't knives understand. are." It's
0: a it's a weird it's a weird time and climate in in, in the world right now. Agreed. People, especially as pod, even though we're not fucking you know popular or successful as podcasters, we have to be very critical of everything we say Absolutely. because if we say the wrong thing, we piss everybody off.
1: Yeah, like Mike was racist on the last episode. <laughs> <All> I'm <right>, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe
0: against you, you I'm, fucking whitey piece of shit. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway,
1: um, so tell us about so you you made the transition manager, but it sounds like you left that behind. Oh here. god, yes. So I, I wanted server to server manager and then back to bartender.
3: Correct. And then obvious but I mean obviously being a manager, you have to be able to run all the, yeah. all the shit in the restaurant. And I mean, like here I am 21 years old, a fucking lone star. And Trying to learn how to be a kitchen manager. And I'm like, this is insane. This is just madness. Like, <laughs> and just still, like, once again, moving forward in life and then watching, you know, all of the shit from waiting. And you're yeah. like, fuck, I totally live that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which character were you?
3: Uh, I was definitely somewhere, I I was definitely closer to Naomi, but yeah. not. I, I was going
1: yeah, yeah. to say, I get, I'm getting some Naomi vibes. <laughs> yeah.
3: Somewhere in between. Got it! Come on!
1: <laughs> feast your eyes on this does
3: that thing have his shots yeah somewhere i was gonna say somewhere it's in so between angry. naomi and and ryan, whatever ryan reynolds's yeah, character yeah. was because yeah. uh god help me if i would have had a penis of some sort i would have been like look at that
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now have you have you seen oh still waiting the sequel
3: I probably I was probably very stoned.
1: The like yeah. great thing about st- still waiting is that uh, Dean comes back as a huge asshole, and it's incredible. Yeah. It's a great <laughs> heel. It's like a wrestling level heel turn. It's awesome, and he's like a company man now. Oh, uh, yeah, of course he regional is. Regional manager. Yeah, regional manager. You ever heard of Oxycontin?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's so
1: good. Uh, They really tapped into a moment in time where it's like no one else is talking about this shit. Nobody else is painting the picture of what it's like to hustle the four to midnight shift. Yeah, Go home to your crappy apartment. Come back. Do it all over again. Your girlfriend or boyfriend also works there. You're scared of every goddamn cook. They all have (laughs) tattoos on their neck. The guy who washes the dishes doesn't say anything, and you're not sure when he (laughs) most recently got out of prison. I mean there is some – there's just just – aggressive sexual misconduct <laughs> happening all the time. Drugs being done at the facility and the managers forcing you to sell things that have gone bad six days ago. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Push the
0: fish, it's about to turn. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> we, we could just go off on waiting all night. We <laughs> could,
1: we absolutely could because it was
3: so perfect. It was absolutely like the office space for the yeah, industry for sure. world where yeah. we were, I think that movie came out and everybody was like,
1: yeah. Somebody yeah. gets it. Somebody yeah. Gets
3: somebody it. figured it out. Somebody cracked the code. And I think the thing that I thought was the funniest was the fact of A, the hazing, and mm-hmm. then B, the fact that everybody got off shift and was over at somebody's house drinking and out. doing drugs and whatnot else. And then yeah. everybody's shuffling
1: in for 11 a.m. You're like, mm. yeah. Yeah. that's the truth. I mean, that's honestly <laughs> got how, how, how it is when you're in one of those, uh, one of those cuts. All right. Well, tell us about where you're at now.
3: Uh, currently, I work for the Shame of Downtown, which would be Dick's Last Resort. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> which, on Fremont.
3: On Fremont, which uh, I would not have it any other way. When they said they were going to open a second location, they have a first location in the Excalibur, and when they said they were going to open a second location downtown, I'm like, oh, yeah, be I'm going. Sign <laughs> me up. I'm I usually in. don't
1: ask our guests this, but uh, can you tell me about your interview <laughs> at Dick's?
3: <laughs> you know, that's probably the second most asked question that i get while i'm at work i have to imagine so um somebody sent me uh the list of questions that they were supposedly going to ask you during your interview um and it was just it was some stupid off the wall shit that where you were like oh my god if i had to show up for any real job and Mm -hmm. get asked this you're like i would probably leave
0: yeah you could file a lawsuit probably no (laughs) they weren't that bad actually
3: um And from what I could figure out, when you're opening one of the new locations and they're doing like that, just that mass cattle call of everybody, they're just trying to like rapid fire and see what your reaction is going to be. Exactly, yeah. So um, one of the things that, what was really funny was like, number 20 was like, what's your hidden talent? Will you demonstrate it? And I'm like, fuck, all of my hidden, hidden talents are like require other things so like What do you mean? Uh, I roller skate, I bake sourdough bread, I do um I used to what do What am I going to
1: bake you a fucking loaf yeah, exactly. right now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you want shit? me to
3: you, Yeah, you want me to grab my aerial rig from my to, house you and you want me to roller
1: girl through this interview cuz Actually, that. that's funny. I I I was
3: going to and then I remember, oh, yeah, I forgot real people have lawsuits and shit. So <laughs> instead, I just showed up to the interview with my roller skates over my shoulder nice. oh, and just like literally walked into my interview and just plopped them right on the table. I was like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> That's so, a power move. That's a power move. It was, it was pretty people, entertaining. <laughs> some people
1: make people sit in a tiny chair while they sit in the big chair. But, you know, the roller skates, power move. <laughs> sure.
3: And then so uh, go through all of this uh, rigmarole as far as, you know, the, the interview process. And I've got the bar manager laughing so hard he can't see straight. And then, so the general manager walks over, and you can absolutely tell before she hits the table, she's hungover as shit. <laughs> and she walks over, like, pops open a Red Bull, and she's looking at me, and she goes, You got a purple skirt on. Your nails are purple. You have a purple person. Your roller skates are purple. Is that your favorite color, purple? I was like, no, it's blue. I'm fucking colorblind. But thanks for bringing it up. And she goes, just hire her. Just hire her.
0: <laughs> Are you really colorblind? No. Okay, well, Steve response. is actually colorblind, so.
1: And now, and I'm now also triggered, so. <laughs> no, yeah, you know. okay, I guess I'll, I'll see myself out. <laughs> hey, true to form of dicks, you might have just gotten a promotion. <laughs> All right, uh, that's awesome. And I know we're going to unpack more of the different stops that you've had, um, you know, along your service industry journey. The one thing that Mike did touch on before we move into the gauntlet: Where else have you worked? You know, this is um, this has been obviously a Vegas-centric trip for us. We're on our Vegas bar crawl. We're interviewing a lot of bartenders that currently work here, and we want to unpack this scene. But have you worked in other markets? Other no. Well, I haven't worked. Um, I've, I haven't worked out of Las Vegas or outside of Las
3: Vegas at all. Outside of excuse me, the random like a festival or whatever right. I mean nothing exciting So this has
1: been your service industry home? That's yeah, cool. this has
3: always been my first service industry home. I think that's um,
1: rare cuz Vegas is just such a transplant town.
3: It, it it is, but there is a there is a group of us and the ones that are here that um that are actually here are just we such a different breed than what people think we are where we're just like no okay yeah we're mostly like really chill and laid back
1: galvanized seasoned to all the bullshit
0: i Uh, feel feel like you'd have to be because if not you just lose your mind
3: absolutely i mean like uh, to give you just kind of some kind of like fucking strange spectrum like being a a kid and living here and then watching people like i judge everybody who is taking their child through a casino at 2 a.m i'm like what kind of fucking parenting is that?
1: <laughs> You're a <that> bad person. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, uh, that is a newborn in a stroller. It's two a.m. and this place is basically an ashtray. Maybe yeah. it's a
0: lucky stroller though. You never know. Who fucking know?
3: knows? <laughs> uh, but to watch the town grow and move and everything else, and then like to also see, I, like I remember certain things that were on the strip that are no longer there. Yeah. Like you know some of the matinee you go through the cycles. Bush, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, to see, like, um, the matinee topless shows even or something to that effect, like the old showgirl shows before they started turning them into whatever this amalgamation of half nudity is that's now on the strip, which yeah. they call it burlesque. I don't think it's burlesque. They say they're showgirls. And if, if that's what it's evolved to, I, and fantastic. I'm not,
1: and I'm not going after the entertainers, but, like, you know, shitty burlesque. You
3: know. It just... Well, it's, it's, it's I would say sanitized. mm Okay. Um, it's, it's no, like to me, the old forties, fifties, sixties, like the old style burlesque or even the old show that girls, had more pageantry. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, those headdresses were 30, 40 pounds and you had these women who were like five foot 10. Yeah, it's and then iconic. You in, yeah. Yeah. That was like an iconic thing. And I do remember seeing a bunch of those shows. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, some of this stuff and seeing like growing up with just so much blatant nudity that was here anyway, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, well, it doesn't bother me. It's not weird.
1: But don't I, take your kid through the casino Yeah, but uh, three yeah, o'clock but, in the morning. But
3: yeah, but I'm a jackass for that. No.
0: <laughs> but I, uh, I appreciate that perspective. But I bet you, I, I bet you it'll make its way back around. I really do. Because, uh, I, who knows? Just the way that you talk about the the reminiscing, you know, the, the nostalgia mm. of it, I guarantee it'll come back around.
1: The only thing that I'm going to push back on that, and I don't want to get too bogged down here because I really <laughs> do want to get into the gauntlet, is I do think that we have um, moved into an era where being explicit uh seems to trump uh cultivating something right it's like we want so much shock value we want s- to be so explicit and I'm not even talking about like the nudity I'm talking about how we're presenting the nudity
0: but the, right? yes and no it's the, going on the other end of it though too now where people are so desensitized to all that stimulus the all the time Fair that they enough. miss the 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 mystery okay, of but
3: also no so zoom there's a perfect example zoomania zoomania was by cirque du soleil it was at the new york new york it opened i don't know somewhere in like i'd say 2001 2002 something right around in there okay um a cirque du soleil show that was about the art of sexuality and the art of sensuality okay and it i got to see it within the first month that it was open And then what it eventually turned into were two absolutely separate shows. So the show that I saw was absolutely fucking hysterical. But I was also watching people walk out because they were disgusted by the fact that they're like uh, with things that now we just see on the regularly. Like, for instance, there was this really, really cool scene where there were these men that were coming out and parading around in old Vegas showgirl style costumes. But, and it basically looked like, I mean, it's essentially drag, but I mean, just the most beautiful drag you've ever seen with all, it was a shock value. And I mean, I was watching people get up and leave and the people I was with were very conservative. There was a jailhouse scene. I'm sure you guys can figure, let your imagination go on that, but it was all done in silhouettes. So it wasn't anything raw and out there. It was just right. done in silhouettes. And so that was offensive. That was uh, the drag situation was so offensive. How, how did the show transform? Did it
1: actually I never down? Or you're saying no, they got, they it kind of actually, it they in. had
3: to tinker with it really? because they were losing sales. Wow. Yeah. Now, mind you, a, a couple doors down from the New York, New York, and that show eventually closed. And But from what I had understand understood after talking to people that worked on that show from beginning to end, they're like, You wouldn't have even recognized this show that closed.
1: Now, now, I guess what I was trying to say a minute ago is, I bet if Zumanity ran in its original form that you saw it today, it would lose ticket sales because it wouldn't be enough. (laughs) Like, I don't know, but I don't know. Um, The art, Cirque du Soleil does such a great job, and the way you're describing the silhouettes is actually intriguing. I love
3: It was really like, like it was it was so artistically done.
1: Yeah.
3: where it was just all it was just all it done in the art of shadow.
1: It has sophistication to it. It especially. did.
3: And then there were other like ridiculous things. Like at one point in time there was this group of people that came out in the middle and they were supposed to be like of the Amish and or Mennonite variety or something and they were like they came out and they were like protesting the show Mm -hmm. which was absolutely fucking hysterical (laughs) and then one of the one of the one of the other Mennonites or go home Jethro yeah whatever whatever the whatever they were they were obviously some sort of cloistered anti-sex people and they uh, the one guy comes out and he's like Basically humping a a um, a doll, like just one of those stupid blow-up dolls or whatever. And the doll ended up coming to life and then running around in the show. Mm. <laughs> and it was just, it was so hysterical and so funny. And, but that was the first thing to go because yeah. it offended so many people. I'm like, why are you in Vegas? Yeah, exactly. Like if that's Thank the kind you, of thing yeah. that's offending you, why are you on the strip? <laughs> and I, really
0: quick, I just want to say too, I think it's so funny to make fun of... Um, Amish or Mennonite people, because I actually know some Mennonite families, and they're wonderful people. But it's so funny to make fun of them because they're not allowed to listen to any of this kind of stuff. Yeah. So you can say whatever you want. You're like, you're never going to fucking hear it anyway. So maybe <laughs> I'm you're, most you're, of the time if,
1: they don't give a shit. Maybe if you're you a cruel. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no I, I, it's I hilarious.
0: You can say whatever you want. <laughs> Look, we're gonna have
1: you back on to unpack all of the. Um, the entire spectrum of sexuality <laughs> and repression. But right now, we're going to get into we're gonna get The it. Gauntlet. Yay! Okay, Kit Kat. Yes, that's a Halloween joke. I'm okay with it. Are she, you ready? she did
0: bring candy, ladies bring and gentlemen. Yeah.
1: What a, what a guest, She's people. like, trick what or treat. <laughs> By the way, before we get started with The Gauntlet, can I get a little taste of that Vita? <laughs> it's like fork over more of that Thank sweet you. sweet business in love yes. being all logo. right question number one cat all right let's go pet peeves and misconceptions now these can be pet peeves that you have for customers co-workers just about the service business or they can be misconceptions that people have about the service business fair enough um yeah. personal ridiculous pet
3: peeve um leaving that last little quarter to half an ounce in the bottle
0: when you're drinking when
3: you're drinking it no like oh like if it's in the well if it's something like anything to that effect if it's less than a half an ounce (laughs) i don't know why that drives me fucking crazy but it does i'm like just pour it for the love of god if it's it's under twenty dollars a pour just fucking pour it and we, give it to somebody. We've talked
1: about this on the show. We had one of my uh, friends and fellow bartenders on Val, and his thing is he loves to finish off bottles and then take the empty bottle and put it right back in the well. That's awesome. <laughs> and he does it on purpose. That
3: makes me insane. That's that's my nails I, on a chopper. I told him
1: I'm going to break the next one over his fucking head if I catch him doing it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't feel oh, yeah. like this is I I don't want to give the guests the extra pour. I, I feel like it's more of, oh, there's still some left in there. I'll put it back in the well. There's still some booze in if there. If I you know? get
1: down oh, to, God. if I get down to, you know, 0. 0.5 ounce, forget about it. You're getting a heavy elbow on this one.
3: Yeah, exactly. Let's you're get getting a new that, bottle. Yeah, you're getting that Irish Navy pour. There mm. you go, man. <laughs> I I'm not fucking Bang. playing around.
1: Yeah. Um, um. What about misconceptions? Because I think this is one, you know, pet peeves are easy for a lot of our guests. And I'm I'm not saying it's a cop-out by you to pick that one. I think that's a great one. We actually haven't heard that pet peeve specifically yet on the show. So it's nice to bring. (laughs) No, it's great. You know, a lot of them are redundant because everybody hates it when somebody does X, Y, or Z. But it's nice we get a new one on the show to bring a little bit of a different perspective. But misconceptions are something that I – I think this show is a roadmap for a lot of people that have never been in the service business. So what is one of the misconceptions maybe you have seen where people that are not, uh, never been service industry trained, never worked in the business, but they are patrons that they just don't understand? Fucking patience, for the love of God, patience. Um, my, uh,
3: my partner's mother like loves her steak well done. And everyone- she her, But she
1: wants her steak now. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, it's like a J.G. Wentworth commercial.
3: Uh, yeah. It's,
1: <laughs> you cannot have your structured settlement and your cash now if you want your structured settlement well done. It's your steak. And, Eat it when you want it. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: right. And I'm not, I, I mean, I'm using uh, her as yeah. kind of the comic relief to this right now. My as, father
1: is the exact person yeah. you're talking about, Tim Ailey. I'm sorry. I got to put him on blast. And the reason why is this is a man that will order the the most eccentric things, right? Like all these, I don't want this, I don't want that, put this on the side, put that on the side, customize this, Uh, and I want it snappy in five, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not gonna happen.
3: Uh, That and then just, I mean, we are, the, the other thing, the misconception is that if you have a food allergy. And I'm not saying that it's okay or not okay to have one or whatever. That's not the point that I'm trying to make. Obviously, that's a medical issue and so on and so forth. I'm not saying don't go out. However, like these people that that have this mindset of this is wrong with me medically and all of you must bow down to me because of this, that, and the other thing. How
0: insensitive of you. Okay. How yeah. dare yeah. you. How dare I. <laughs> and it just,
3: it blows my mind when I see people that are like allergic to, and I mean, I've... I've known people who have presented a laundry list that they keep in their wallet of things yeah. that they're allergic to, and I'm like, "This is not the place for you." It they also, sound like
0: a hypochondriac too.
1: Well, listen, and even if no, it's, I
3: mean, some of these people have had allergy tests and shit like that, and maybe. so you know, some I of mean,
0: them were probably hypochondriacs. Like
1: no, well, you, know, you know who I'm talking about? I've you know I've dated somebody who was uh, a vegan, and she was uh, uh, had a severe, severe. Gluten allergy, like I'm talking severe. And then also on top of that was lactose intolerant. And so talk about- And that's why you dumped her,
3: And you find, but but you also find that that's one ends up triggering the other, ends up triggering the other. Like if you take gluten and any kind of lactose out of your diet, you're pretty much already almost fucking vegan. So it's- (laughs) No
1: no doubt. And I think that's why she lent herself that way. But I would say, I would say one thing about her as a patron, um, you know, they were legitimate. Like, the allergies were legitimate. However, she knew every restaurant... In the like tri-state area, she could eat that. But there we go. She knew exactly what she could order. We would make very deliberate choices of mm. where we were going because she you don't took... just
0: show up to any restaurant and expect right. them to bow down to you th- your. You you're allergy. going to Longhorn
1: Steakhouse, yeah? And you think,
3: <laughs> yeah, and no, that's like, that's exactly it, and that's what cracks me up. Like well, I had... met
1: Lone Star, it's my Lone Star whatever. It's like you day have
0: day. a peanut allergy. You walk into the floor and then you exactly. just keel over because Sweet there's this peasant, <laughs> I have a peanut allergy. <laughs>
1: That kind of thing, yeah, it's a good one. Um, that is, that is a good one. I, I do think that there needs, you know, we, we do work in hospitality. Our, our literal job is to serve. However, there does need to be some point of like exhaustion. Like we cannot possibly serve you hand and foot like your nicholas cage for example yeah you know we we uh, heard a story on the last show that we did about how nicholas cage ordered steak and eggs at a restaurant that didn't have steak and eggs and they said sure nicholas cage he
0: got those steak and, and of they, course
1: he did and they went out and bought them because he's nicholas cage right these people you're talking about are not no you're a peasant <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you all right uh, number two best and worst tips Okay, these can be monetary, but also... They can just be, uh,
0: you know, a tip that somebody gave you that maybe may have been something special. Could even be just a... A an, gift, an, personal,
1: a er, interaction. A
0: moment.
3: Yeah. I, so, um, I'd say about eight months ago, um, I had two people sitting at the bar at Dick's, and I had them just rolling laughing. And they were just such an oddly mismatched couple anyway. Explain. Um, she was petite... Uh, Big, huge blue eyes, um, very, very, very pretty, wearing a fairly decent amount of makeup, like very, not prim and proper, but very done up and whatnot. And he looked like something that just fell off the back of a truck at like a Led Zeppelin concert. And you got, why, why, did you, why did
0: you have to bring Zeppelin? in I'm it like just, that? I'm not. I'm, okay, I could
3: say Motley Crue. Fuck it. Thank I mean, we'll you, yeah, with that. We'll go, go with all that, that shit. Anyhow, um, he had this gigantic handlebar mustache and a bald head. I think. What are you, what
1: remember, are you trying to say about uh, me? Oh God, oh, go.
3: Oh, I'm offended. Go me. ahead. Go. Um, and I told him, uh, <laughs> I told him he had a face for or a mustache for gay porn, and um. He, uh, <laughs> I had them just cracking up. They hung out That's for about great. two hours and I, you know, it was just, chatting you're line. welcome. And, um, the guy was like, uh, you know, do you have a, you know, do you have a, a, I brought up my partner and they were like, Oh, okay. Well, do you guys have any plans this evening? And I was like, N- uh, no. Oh. And he was like, so, um, we came out here for a concert Uh, We bought uh, an entire box to go see Tool. Do you guys want to go with us? Oh, shit. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Um... And we had just made plans two days prior with some really good friends of ours who built a fire pit in their backyard so that they could spit roast a turkey. Uh, have no, a, have on, a little fire pit, have friends. a little turkey. Yeah.
1: Dude, it's Tool. It's Tool. Yeah. It's and fucking so, Tool. Tool is like legendary. Right. One of the greatest live shows in the history so we of the So I'm just sitting there and I'm like, that's really
3: awesome of you. I'm really sorry. I'm like, you know, we, we made these plans. Our friends built a fire pit.
1: Oh, tell me he it's, says bring your friends. No, he
3: did not. <laughs> but um, he was like, well, here's our number. Blah, 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 blah. If you guys change your mind. He was like, we already bought these tickets anyway. He's like, I've tried to sell them. We live in Arizona. Blah, blah, blah.
0: Wait, so they weren't going to the show. They were going to the show. Okay, but they just had extra tickets. They had
3: extra tickets because the other couple, I guess, that was supposed to go with them, backed out. They couldn't sell the tickets. Okay. So you
0: ran home and you ate some turkey really quick. I call my
3: partner and I'm like,
0: (laughs)
1: "But what
3: the fuck do we do? What do we do? Fuck. Fuck. And it's like the two of us on on the phone with one another like fuck, what do we do? What do we do? So we call our friends.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the micro, she's, she's punching the microphone screen um, So it. we call our friends and our friends
3: were amazing. They were like... Um,
0: go to the Tool go Show.
3: To tool? You go to fucking Tool. Yeah. see, those oh, are, are real
1: friends. Yeah. They are friends, real yeah. friends that you Absolutely. can be honest with, but they also take the, took the great step to communicate, right? Right, didn't We call them. Some passive-aggressive bullshit. No. They were like, guys, listen, we love you, but we have an opportunity to go to Tool. No. And they were like...
3: Then you go to fucking tool. No, no. And so I was like, all right, so we're going. And so while we're driving there, we're we're kind of giggling and laughing. We're like, watch, this is probably straight bullshit. We barely know these people. We don't even know these people. Yeah,
0: you might get murdered, you don't yeah. know. And yeah. And so
3: I'm making it like I'm cracking jokes with him. I was like, so which one of us is giving the hand job? Like, how is this going <laughs> to, yeah. like, shit, I hope they're not swingers. Do you I think hope he
1: likes to watch in the corner or do you think she <laughs> likes to watch that in the corner? That conversation came up as
3: well. <laughs> right. So that's kind of, that was kind of the running joke and we get down there and we're texting them and I'm like, this is, this is, this can't actually be realistic. This There's no way. And like we, they ended up showing up. We offered to pay them and Holy shit. Like, we were sitting in a box directly, like, I mean, solid viewing point in the stage in, like, the kind of chairs that you would sit in in your home office. Like, they reclined and everything. We They were on wheels. And we had little boards in front of us. And that's how we could order, like, drinks and shit. Get the fuck out of here. And there was actually almost a solid argument in between my partner and the guy because my dude was like, here's my credit card. Do not let him pay for any drinks at all. Yeah. We can't, like the guy would not take money for the tickets. Nothing. Cause your partner's like, we're paying for drinks. I mean, yeah. We're He's paying like- for fucking drinks. Well, mm-hmm. at some point in time, whatever happened, this guy basically said, no, 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 no. I've got the drinks, and the, like it was just kind of a, a, an argument in between the two guys it, to wow. finally. It also makes more wow.
0: sense why this beautiful young lady was with him, too. I mean, <laughs> he if he could afford that. No, I just meant he can like afford I mean, he can afford uh, uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, he well... likes, and he likes good music, too. So, and she,
3: what was funny is like he showed up. I, I kid you not, he showed up in like flip flops, basketball shorts, and like a shirt where he'd rip the sleeves off. I house. love yeah. this guy,
0: <laughs> and then it's she fucking was... mech when he's fat. Yes, I love this guy,
3: and then she showed showed up and she's like this little petite thing and showed up in in a in a black leather laced up dress that is very appropriate for a tool. Except for a tool, yeah. 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 Answer, yeah. And they were, just, they were the nicest people. She was a nurse. I can't remember what he did. He did something in construction. But I do know that at one point in time, like she had turned around and she had like a disco ring. I'm like, you might want to oh, like dust your nose movie. off a little wow, bit.
1: Wow. She just jumped in major credibility at the end of that story i mean we were all kind of like okay blonde hair blue eyed
3: no 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 she had dark hair blue eyes
1: oh sorry dark hair yeah. blue eyes but i'm just saying you you described them as such a uh um uh, opposites attract sort of couple and then it's Tool, and i'm yeah. like okay he kind of fits the tool vibe a little bit but then uh yeah yeah she she just yeah she popped up with some credibility her, girl so it was it was go like, get it it was super fun
3: and i was like I know I leaned over what? at one Come point in on. time, and I was like,
0: "Shit!" Number one, dude, like Tool is not like a cocaine type of band. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying you could do cocaine Definitely. at a Tool show and it'd be fucking awesome. Uh, but if, you know, from from what I've heard or about acid. the drug, you know t-
1: Or you shrooms? Know. Do you know? Do you know what Tool is? <laughs> tool is whatever you fucking want it to be, dude. That's true. Tool, tool is a no holds bar. Uh, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Swing
0: on the spiral.
1: Doug no, swing on the sparrow for sure. <laughs> but like it's uh Tool's very like anti establishment in some ways. It's like let's break some rules. You yes. know what I mean? It's not even that. It's, like-
0: it's it's they don't even recognize the establishment. No. I love
1: Tool, dude, there, and it was
3: it was definitely one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Yeah. That was so, pretty.
0: T- Tool, Tool truly is one of my favorite bands. I saw
1: them open for System when I was thirteen. System with of a Down, fucking eyebrows <laughs> off my they op- face. They opened for System of a Down. Really? This was a different time in the world. Dude. You got to remember, a different time. This is when System was bigger than Tool, but that's because Tool was later than them. You know what I mean? They had already been. Uh, well,
0: and also System of a Down has more radio plays than, yeah, than, than for, Tool would. For
1: sure. I just like this. I don't mean like open in the sense like the show was Tool opening and then seven other bands. I mean, it was like a bunch of crappy openers and then Tool and then SIS. Yeah, no, that sounds like a great show. Do you remember OzFest? Do you remember this thing? Okay, I,
0: I know about OzFest. Yeah, I never so went like, It's
1: died now. It's not a thing anymore. But OzFest used to always take place on the East Coast and some say it was Philly, D.C., but it was always in East Coast City and um it was in Baltimore. Uh, the first year I worked at Manny's Family Restaurant, and similar to your story, I at first ever restaurant job. I'm 13 years old. I'm the dishwasher in the back. <laughs> I have no credibility. And uh, one of the one of the guys, um, uh, everybody else worked there is like 22, and one of the guys had tickets to Ozfest and I bunch, I'm a huge system fan at the time and I'm like dude I gotta see him I gotta see him of course him. you are you're 13 and, and angry and yeah of, for sure full of puberty and angst and, and rage he and yeah, had some, hormones <laughs> and he had somebody in his family pass away so he had to go to the funeral and he couldn't make the concert and he was giving away the tickets and I was like literally the only one I was like I'll, I will take them okay.
3: I can't I, even I, imagine that should I be like well grandma's still gonna be dead later so I'm going to
1: hospital. <laughs> <not pass."> Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ
3: but it's tool <laughs> and,
0: grandma <laughs> it's tool come on you she gets
3: it she'll <laughs> yeah. get it she'll understand guess what she she's dead anything. she doesn't care <laughs> she'll understand <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep still dead she doesn't care <laughs> that is
1: unbelievable that is no
0: honestly that's one of my favorite uh, tip stories I think, from, that, from might me, be my,
1: I think that might from be, all be the my shows, favorite tip stories
0: because you had a, a random table had a great interaction with them and then you got this incredible experience out of the entire thing that is so, killing that's awesome they,
3: and it wasn't I mean they were just sitting up at the bar actually and they were just watching me interact Are with everybody
1: searching pictures right now I'm looking for you the do pictures. not have yeah. pictures of this course I've got oh. fucking pictures for well I'm ship. gonna keep us moving I hope you do find them because I gotta see this shit number three worst we're, we're only
0: at question number three right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because I told we can, you, dude, I was going to go toe for toe with you. because we can fanboy about this shit. I have no idea. By the way, I'm learning in real time that Mike and I both love Tool. Oh, my really?
0: God. You're learning that in real time? I, oh, didn't, know that, I didn't know that. About oh, him. and
3: then there you go. There she is. Like Better? I said. Oh, I want to see. Yeah, she's super cute. That's great. That's I, great. And I think oh, I've got a picture of him somewhere. He ring, was going to disco ring,
0: but that's her nose ring.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, the disco ring. I that's made sure awesome.
0: I could see those after, after un- the whole story. I could see unbelievable I could, seats. I could see him falling um, off the truck at a Zeppelin concert. Yes. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, definitely. But I mean, like that's oh my God. that was essentially oh yeah. my God. our view.
1: Dog, they just Incredible. go so hard.
3: It was so pretty and it's so awesome. And I was just like, I'm like, I feel like such an asshole to sit here and keep videoing, but it's fucking cool. Who cares,
0: <laughs> man? You know the uh, what? It's it's the bass player that's from uh, KU. Kansas, Kansas uh, yeah, I yeah. believe I might Is be that wrong. right? I think it's. Is that right. why? I- Sounds good.
1: No, I think yeah, it's we'll like it that. sounds like
0: it. I saw him in Kansas City and they opened up with no quarter by Zeppelin, wow. which is one of the, what's one of the few covers that they do. And that was really cool. So. That's
1: a that's a cool song for them to do. Yeah, I didn't well.
0: get free fucking box seats. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we can't all be as uh, talented a bartenders as kid. Which, which is great
0: too because the whole time she was Jeez. just talking shit to him. Yeah. Him, you got a fucking porn, you star, got a porn mustache. star mustache, I'm a 70s porn star mustache. By the way,
1: honestly, God, if you would have been nice to him, he would have never Oh, mustache. absolutely no, not. Yeah. No. He's no, like I I I could party with this yeah, all right. Number three, worst drink orders. Now, these can be like those drinks when somebody orders you like cringe at. You're like, oh, I'm embarrassed for you because this drink is terrible. But they can also be um maybe.
0: Drinks you hate to make or the worst drink that another bartender
3: has ever made, made for you. you. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to speak for most bartenders. Fucking Mojitos. Oh, yeah. Um, Uh, although I do I love mojitos of course you do they're delicious delicious. how can you not (laughs) I love me a solid blood orange mojito but uh, yeah fuck I think all of us groan inside inwardly just a little bit and the people that are like no man I love making mojitos i like you're full of shit nobody likes sitting there and Mm. So, grinding mint with the last shred but, of your soul in the bottom of a shaker.
0: <laughs> Here's the problem, though: is it that it's just one mojito, or that you know when one effect, one right? mojito oh, yeah, is mojito ordered, effect. and then there's five, six, seven, exactly. eight mojitos after that?
3: It's absolutely the whole. What's that? I want one. It looks
0: good. Yeah. yeah. yeah for sure. What's
3: I think that? A, what is it? The bartender hates you on YouTube where he's making a mojito and somebody goes, That looks good. What is that? He goes, It's a Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> and then some Heineken.
0: That's great. I like That's that. Killer. Um
1: That's but killer. let's
3: see. Uh, uh I make I make a running joke about Long Islands just because uh, I like
1: it. So you've hit the two hot buttons, right? Yeah. Mojitos and Long Islands are the ones that we talk about a lot. But I think you being um such a a passionate person about craft, and also being unapologetically opinionated. <laughs> I would love to hear when somebody has fucked up and made you a drink that has just been subpar.
3: It's not necessarily so much that, so much as I think what what mainly irks me is when when you don't pay attention to your guests. Hmm. Um, and this <laughs> this is this is a long winding road that I'm gonna get some hate on, which is fine by me. Um, there is a a wave in Vegas that I'm sure could echo in other vacuums in the bartending community, where we have the model bartender.
1: Ah, uh, and where we
0: heard about this from uh, one of our other guests. You teased
1: this early the star tender.
3: No, this is a model bartender specifically. That's what they're hired as yes. is a model bartender. And they
0: have to like part of their job they're, requirements is they have to be able to lose or gain five pounds. Oh, it's
3: oh, not even lose or oh, gain. You they meant have model. To, That oh, is the sorry. only. That is the only fluctuation that they are allowed to have. Yeah,
0: to be to be fair, so it is. You meant model? Like we don't mean like walking down a runway. I thought you were talking s-
1: about like model like the person that's
0: like, no, you're the, the ultimate bartender. You no, know, she. You means got like,
3: hired because you're hot.
0: Yes, thank you.
3: You could have absolutely nothing as far as fucking experience goes. Yeah. But because you're rocking perfect pectorals, or you've spent 97 hours in the gym this week, you're going to get hired over somebody with with amazing experience, experience.
0: and talent. Yeah. yeah,
3: and I think. But the, uh, and
0: they, but they weigh them and everything else, right?
3: The uh, to the best of my knowledge, the women, some of them, it just depends. Um, right. Or they wait to see like what they look at. I know uh, one of the really famous. I mean, obviously, we now it's all coming out with like. Hooters and um, Twin Peaks. is another ones, the Breastrons or whatever, where the they have these.
0: That's the first time I've heard that. But you've never perfect. heard Breastrons? I really haven't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a professional, you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but they all have. Uh, they have like certain stipulations of what they can and cannot do, what they can and can't wear, um, this, that, and the other thing. And it's kind of. I mean, we all kind of know about it as far as like the bottle girls or the VIP girls mm-hmm. that are in the clubs and because you know, no shit, mm-hmm. but. You know, like for instance, the Palm Lutery opened and we were sitting at this, this cool, cute little bar and, uh, my partner orders, he's, he's one of those big swinging dick. I don't give a flying shit. I am comfortable in my manliness and I will order a pink drink (laughs) and sit there with pinky up and everything. like, pink dick energy. I like it. Pink dick energy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm the one sitting on the other side that's like, oh, cool. Can I have a, a, uh, No, (laughs) no. I hate the smell. Um, Can I have a a, a double pour of Lagavulin 16 on a rock? You know, that kind of thing. And then I think that was one of the few times where I kind of lost my cool, where I've looked at this bartender who's, experience looked like it was pumped straight into her chest and she went and said <laughs> the
0: great way to say that. and she set the drinks down she
3: took our order she made the drinks and then immediately walks over and sets the pink fruity drink in front of me and of then course, sets the whiskey in front of him
0: you can't blame her that did yeah. she, she took the
3: order she took the order she made for, yeah, my cocktail forgot, yeah. it wasn't like she was just kind of like the hostess and is just no, there yeah. to be pretty like she made the drinks and then just totally took the auto gender pilot, and flipped it around. And just I was like, excuse me, hi, yeah, the whiskey is mine. And I switched them. And I was like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm, and he's like, just calm down. But I, uh, me and whiskey, when we, 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 we to get together, it gets a little. Well, well I also, I I also I
1: assume <laughs> that when you're in a Lagavulin mood, like when I'm in a Lagavulin mood, I'm ready to fucking fight. You yeah. know? Well, and I also feel you know?
0: like, too, um, somebody who takes pride in their craft yeah. and knows how to do their job well and you know you know, can't fucking you know judge you know these people for coming into the industry because there's a niche for it but still you, you bullshit
3: know, we're bartenders that's all we do is judge Yeah, well that's what i'm saying
0: like go it's be kind an of fair Instagram, it's right? kind of like yeah go go, exactly yourself. go be a fucking influencer but, so one uh, of the things
1: i used to hate is in morgantown to this day that we, we always divide the bars uh down the line right so there's only two kinds of bars in morgantown there are the bars. Uh, that you can get a drink at and there's a bar that you can ogle a bartender at. There's only two. So there are are bars that will not hire men, period, for service positions because they want hot college bartenders behind that bar bringing people in. And then there are the other bars that will hire men and women but the point is, is eh, it's, we'll take you. <laughs> it's not. It, it's You're, more. It's you got more a pretty about, mouth. <laughs> it's, it's more about. It's more about ability. It's more about ability. You fucking. Th-
3: can you play a banjo with your toes? <laughs> what's your truck look like? <laughs>
0: oh, by the way, just really quick, really quick detour. Break this tumbler Morgan, on your face! Oh God,
3: I love that. This Morgan, is gonna go off the my rails. brother.
0: He just got his uh, credit card stolen. His company credit card stolen. He Good. Was, he was pretty, I hope yours is next. He, he thought it happened. He thought it happened at a Twin Peaks because the lady was like, "Oh, you, this is your company.
1: Tell me all about it." He
0: ran back out of the truck. You ever been to a Roosters? Before? No. What's a Roosters?
1: So in Ohio. Uh, uh, the state of Ohio has their own uh, Hooters. Hooters is actually now down to less than... But it's
0: called Roosters, which is a no, male chicken, which is no, a cock. Listen,
1: um, in Ohio, the state... <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. The state is now down to less than five Hooters. And the reason why is because the state is dominated by a restaurant chain called Roosters, which is the same thing as Hooters, uh, except for the girls wear essentially like bikini tops.
0: Yeah, see, I'm, I don't like that. It's I will insane. go to a strip club. I will go to a strip club. I will go to a restaurant, eat food. I don't want the two combined. I don't want to go to a fuck more. My brother Morgan took me to a twin peaks and like some of them, they have their own like, you know, uniforms. This Twin Pinks, the girls were wearing lingerie, and I was so... It's a dress-up day. I was so put off. I was like, I you don't... have dress-up days. I Whatever. I just... It, it, it was such a
1: weird experience. I, I'm to like, private I just school want to fucking We had dress-down days where we had to was, wear normal was, clothes like normal people. But it was the <laughs> like middle like of the
0: clothes. day. I don't want to see your ass and your tits while I'm just trying to order a fucking burger and some fries. It was just... I don't know.
3: I, I personally question, like, how is that... Sanitary. Sanitary. Yeah, sanitary. Yeah, right? Like <laughs> you're serving me some chicken wings, but I can literally still see the toilet paper that's trailing in your butt crack right now. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm not talking shit about you. seeing you that stuff. I'll. I'll go to a strip club, but I just don't like the. Uh, I don't like the. It's weird when you combine just a food service experience with like lingerie and tits and sexuality I think
3: I, think, uh, who I does? can't be
0: hungry and horny at the same time <laughs> that's not I true I have to I have, no, I, I have to satif- I actually disagree I have, hey, yeah, I have I to satif- I'm not fucking George I'm not bringing pastrami <laughs> into the fucking bedroom okay I gotta
1: Fix one or the depends other. depends on what
3: she looks like from the waist <laughs> down. All Did right. You agree on that note, I
1: need to take the I need to take the reins back, okay? <laughs> Question number four. We gotta keep this train rolling. <laughs> no
3: mercy. Ultimate <laughs> mistakes
1: and fuck-ups. These can be yours or your co-workers. But tell us when people drop oh, the tray.
3: Ultimate mistakes and fuck-ups. Um I have definitely seen my share of like fuck-ups as far as uh people dropping trays and so on and so forth. I haven't seen anything actually in a while surprisingly except for some of the uh you know i think we all have like these weird drink tickets that pop up where we're like what the we're did you go outside to smoke meth <laughs> like, <laughs> what is this and there's um there's that guy who's on uh, YouTube. He's got his YouTube channel right now. Um, it's a uh, How to Drink, I think, is the name of the the show, and he did like all, an entire segment of like screwed up drink tickets, and I mm. I, I think those are the kind of the I'm things gonna have to that check
0: that out. That'll be it's good. it's
3: so funny. He makes uh, he he just like has this gigantic canister full of all of these random drink tickets that he pulls out and he, and he just laughs himself. Says he's, <laughs> he's like, all right, we're going to try to make this shit.
0: <laughs> no, wait, does he make the drinks? He too? does. Oh, and then he man. drinks
3: them. Oh, and you can tell out. as he gets like more and more drunk on oh, the show. And I'm this. like, damn it. Shit. I keep forgetting all these million dollar ideas. Hey, but, that,
0: really? That's the point.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, those are some of my favorite fuck ups is like looking at what people order. As so give and a, then, can
1: you give us an example?
3: Uh, somebody, I know he touched on it on that show, um, so I can't take credit for this, but uh, a Malibu old-fashioned. <laughs> no. I know, it makes your fucking no. head hurt, right? And it's just, it's it's outside of that, it's just... <laughs> oh my God, I broke him. These people! I broke him.
1: <laughs> Why are they like this? I don't know. All I can say when I get a ticket like that is, go to your home. <laughs> go to your homes. Why are you You're here? like Adam
3: Sandler and Happy Gilmore. Go to lo- your
1: home! You're not allowed to be out <laughs> Like you should not be out in public right now.
3: Oh, Oh my God. Okay. So I this do is have a drink. You should make
1: in private. Oh, I do have this story.
3: Um, <laughs> Oh, as somebody that I have encountered in the, in the restauranting world, uh, looked at me one day and said, um, they're, they're like, they're oh, Fuck it. It's a Dick's last resort. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> they're looking at all the fruit in the tray. And, uh, the, the, one of the servers looks at it and says, you know, um, there are no slits in the fruit. I said, I know, because it's we're, we're not fancy. Like, it's, it's it, there's a 12 inch wiener that's a hot dog on the fucking menu. Like, I am not taking time out of my life to cut slits in fruit. Like You just
1: toss them on top.
3: Yeah, you just throw them in there. Like, we have the stupid little. Um, umbrellas, which are like, I equivocate them to the pantyhose of the bartending world. Like you sneeze on them wrong and they break. (laughs) And so I'm like, the whole point is for you to grab one of those things and you just stab the fruit and then you throw it in the drink. Like it's Dick's last resort. This isn't, you know, the Dorsey or whatever. And, um, this human was like, well, well, no, they 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 should come this that human. they should come that way. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now, I am not spending my morning cutting fruit to cut these slits and these stupid fucking lemons and limes. And this human goes, no, 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 I mean like they should be born that way, like on the tree. Oh. And the the other two servers that were standing next to this person just beeline the hell out of there, and I'm just stuck there for a second blinking,
1: like that. Lost in someone else's <laughs> stupid. Yeah.
3: Where you just sit there and you blink for a second. You're like, how do you remember to breathe every minute?" I'm actually
1: I'm, – I'm really happy that you made it out because that's a labyrinth you can lose yourself in for an eternity. For example, like if you're not careful, like if you didn't find a way to like shake it off and walk away, you could be in an insane asylum somewhere banging your head against the wall just living – Slits in the fruit, slits in the fruit, slits in it's the fruit. Just, it's
3: just fascinating to me, like, uh, that, that sort of situation. Oh, just, my God. I don't, like, uh, some of the fuck-ups, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, obviously, there's always, like, some kitchen shit here and yeah. there where it's, like, I took the time to write it out in the comment section. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no possible way to fuck this up, but you <laughs> did. Like, I literally wrote sub ranch for blue cheese and you still brought out ra- like really both of them are something yeah like, even both crazy. of them i'm fine with like you completely d- it's written right there dude <laughs> yeah. can you not read
1: well and, and you know you, you have these uh cooks that'll uh, complain about shorthand from time to time i don't know what ma, i don't know what uh dots means dressing on the side right? oh yeah uh, you know and you're like motherfucker i've been writing dots for a year and a oh, half no, now, I've, we've I've, had this conversation. I've given up. And I then, just and then you the get to
3: screens a, there, tap, 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 and then tap, 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 you tap, tap, tap. get
1: to a point. You're like, "All right, you don't know what dots means. I'll write out dressing on the side, and it still doesn't come on the." Oh side. no, agreed. It's infuriating, <laughs> but um, all right. Number five, Mike, tear up for the last question of the first half here. All
0: right, question number five. Oh, she's got her bat ready health code violations and what's very important in this section of the gauntlet, protect the innocent and the guilty,
1: especially the
0: guilty. especially the guilty. We love the guilty. Yeah.
3: So, uh, oh. there is a, actually it's just, it's most of lower free lot I will, I will throw this out there. Um, I'm surprised at how absolutely clean so many things are. Like I'm lucky enough that most of the bars that I've worked at, at least nothing is, is standing out. Like, the kitchen was always taken really good care of and so on and so forth. Um, however, Lower Fremont as a whole um, has been there since fucking the dawn of time. It's the
0: original Vegas trip. It is.
3: Yeah. Um, so, there is a particular... There is construction issues that are going on down there and throughout Vegas um, where... Uh, there's just like it's been built on layers and the the city itself exploded so quickly and the population got so big that the city could, like literally still can't keep up with it mm-hmm. i mean look at our freeways and you get an idea yeah. like they are perpetually always working on the 95 and the 15 but um and Lower Fremont, there is always going to, there like, you never really exterminate anything. It just moves to a different place of residence. Mm. So um, at a place that I worked on, Lower Fremont, uh, we had Fiefel and Nicodemus who were a rat and a mouse that just lived under the beer coolers. and A rat
0: and a mouse. A rat
3: and a mouse. Two I've,
0: different species Two here. different species.
3: <laughs> and there was not even a question as which to Which one
1: why. was Fifel and which one was Nicodemus?
0: I think that's
3: pretty much up. Oh, okay. I guess Wait, Fifel not... was
0: the mouse. Correct. And Nicodemus yeah, was, was the Because Fifel goes west.
3: Or Fifle, yeah, or an American story. Or Wait, American Nicodemus,
0: tale. is that is that from? A Pharisee from the Bible. He was the one that turned to Jesus away Wrong. from Wrong. The... Yeah, but Nicodemus is that that from Feifel too? Is no, it? No,
3: it's from the Secret of Nim.
0: Secret of Nim! Uh-huh. I knew it! I swear I knew it! No,
3: but
1: Nicodemus is
3: the name. No, I'm sure you're right.
0: Shut up! Fuck off! <laughs> it's yeah, from yeah, the it's Secret deep, of Nim. Fuck deep, off,
3: dude! Too deep, dude! Too deep, dude! Guys, let's talk about we're religion. in Vegas. <laughs> Jesus
0: isn't here right now. <laughs> oh, he
3: is. He's on Fremont. You'll see him tonight. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> I you'll probably him, see six of him hanging out I saw, with Nicodemus I saw him and Fifteen, yeah. Oh no, he just lives there. I think. Anyway. Anyhow, yeah, that was that's probably and I'm great not names, even gonna say great names by the
0: way, great names for the for the. <laughs> we for couldn't the
3: figure out them. really what else to do with it, uh, uh, to do with the situation because there would be, be like with them. well, there would be like a month where we wouldn't see either one, and we just assumed that it went somewhere else, and then they would show back up again, you know, or there, you know, you're if you have the doors and windows open to a place, any restaurant you're going to see some sort of wildlife coming in and out and you will. See. Not just the
0: tourists, but yeah,
3: <laughs> had a yeah con- not just the
1: tourists. I had a conversation with somebody the other day that actually asked me, um, Hey, I'm thinking about starting a restaurant. Do you have any advice? And I was like, well, you know, <laughs> don't, the- I, I was like, <laughs> one of the things that people always seem to forget is pest control. They were like pest control. I was like, trust me, buy it early, find somebody good. And, and just don't even question how much you're spending on that. Yeah. Shit, okay. It is a staple for it, any decent restaurant establishment.
3: But you are still going to see the errant roach here and there. They're, mm. they're, they're, it's going to happen. Those fuckers have been there since the dawn of time. They're going to continue to be they'll there. Be
1: after, the-
0: they'll be here after the nuclear war that's Absolutely. coming soon. So.
1: There's more rats than people in New York City, baby. That's there all we need go. to know. Um, unbelievable, Ken. You have... <laughs> wow. I, uh, when I thought that uh, my eyebrows were singed off by Javier's Nicholas Cage story, the first half of this gauntlet, the mezcal... The carrot juice. I'm I'm worried for my sobriety and my health in the second half. Here, we're gonna take a quick little break. We're gonna do a little halftime. I'm gonna take a much needed, P.S. and uh, and we will be right back with the second half of the gauntlet in just a moment. Yeah.
0: This episode of the Bartender Ramp Podcast is brought to you by CIC Powerbox, your all-in-one portable power solution for AC electric, compressed air, and heavy-duty jumpstart. Our patented technology provides silent and emission-free power that recharges while you drive. With customers ranging from farmers and contractors to highway departments and military bases, the CIC Powerbox name has been put to the test for over a decade in the hardest working environments. Whether you're working remote or have limited access to a power source, CIC Powerbox will help you get the job done. Call us at 802-468-7697 or visit cicpowerbox.com to view our product line. CIC Powerbox, wherever you go, go with power.
1: Okay, welcome back. What a halftime it was. I am here with Kat. And the fat fuck that I used to call my co-host, he's shoveling pizza into his gullet. So disrespectful. Like a pelican mite. He unhinged his jaw, flipped the pizza up in the air, and caught it in his mouth. It was something uh, almost biblical, to be honest with you. I think you're going to fit in down on Fremont's Street. You'll pie. be fine I'm, on I'm Fremont. hungry. Fuck you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. Well, listen. This is fitting because I personally like to dip my pizza in rants for me. Pizza. God, your pizza? pizza, thank you. I
0: muted myself because I was chewing. You're, you caught it. Yeah, your pizza? My you pizza, like your
1: pizza in ranch from time to time. And Kat, this is a very important question we like to ask all of our guests. Ranch or blue cheese?
3: Actually, it just depends on... I will actually ask the question if one of them... If the blue cheese is ho- actually some sort of homemade. Okay. Uh, because it tastes totally different fair enough. than that bottled shit that it's you get that's qualifier. been sitting on <laughs> it's a good qualifier but but the best rants available appropriate that I just mean do you have a distinguishment do you like either or both either or both you can either like or it just depends on what it is, what I'm eating, and what mood I'm in. Dude, all these honestly. Vegas
0: people, man, they're, they're just all ranch and blue cheese or just ranch. What's, what's yeah, up with crazy. that? Yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, the <laughs> reason we ask
1: this question is because there is a group of ranch oh, no, I, elitists in this world.
3: Oh, I'm aware. There's a whole hidden valley of it somewhere from it's, what i can
1: told. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, the occult has uh, established, like, some type of compound down there in the <laughs> hidden valley, and it's gotten a little bit out of control, frankly.
3: It does um, get really,
1: really ridiculous. They hate blue cheese eaters. They hate us. <sighs> And they judge us. And I don't understand it. Look, I like ranch. I like it both. I don't understand the hate and, and the vitriol that comes from the the ranch only people.
3: And, and well, so like I always make fun of everybody and I'm like, oh, you want like that California white girl ketchup? Yeah. Like you put it on <laughs> everything. California, California sorority white girl sauce. Yeah. Sorority sauce. Oh my God. I'm using that. California That's white awesome. girl ketchup. I like that.
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, sorority sauce is a, is a common one. I mean, look, we've, we've heard stories about sorority people asking for so much ranch that they, they basically want to be waterboarded with it, you know? so uh, I it, have
3: flat out done that. I have legitimately brought people soup cups just to be a yes. fucking dick, where we, I'm like, here. You know, we've had that
0: before. Joke's uh, on you. They loved yeah. it. Actually, <laughs> R- Richard Davis uh, from Indianapolis was on, and uh, he used to work at a cheesecake factory. Oh, God. And they have that the chocolate bread, whatever it is. The chocolate... It, it's brown it's a, bread. It's like the black oh, it's barley bread. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so They like, call it brown yeah. bread. And the, the guest said, uh, bring me a bowl of ranch. she brought her a ramekin of ranch. She said, I said a fucking bowl. And she <laughs> cleaned that entire bowl like, of ranch. Scraped
1: it down. Scraped it down. Yeah. Just foul. Foul no, these people. No. And I like ranch, but these ranch elitists that look down upon yeah, the rest that's of us... Bonkers. Yeah, fucking bonkers. Go jump into the grain, I
3: will. I will you. agree with you on that. Some of them, I'm like, what? Is, what is, why are you even eating food? Just like... yeah. Just drink it. Put yeah, your, just ask me for that instead of a car. Get comb. yourself
1: an IV with some wheels <laughs> yeah, on it. Put your and Crocs just, back home. And Go, go home. buy more penny slots, <laughs> honey. Jesus Christ. I bet her name's Maureen. All right. Number six, ratchet and crazy customers. Okay. These can be uh examples of when customers just eat too much ranch or behave or <laughs> when behave poorly. Go but bad. It's not just your crazy customers. It can also be. Yeah, we've
0: expanded this to memorable customers, people who maybe left an impression on you that you'll never forget that isn't a negative experience. Like
1: the people that took you to Tool. That's a great yeah. thing. Okay. Well, <laughs> such a, such a not memorable not customer there, yet.
0: yeah. Um, we, do, I, we do love the ratchet ones. Right there, yeah. this,
3: this, was, this is actually solid. I'm going to have to tiptoe the fuck around this. But, you got it. Um, There were these two people that used to come in to one of the establishments that I worked at who were, from what I could gather, they were not romantically involved. However, with that being said, she is also in the industry and, um... He was just essentially like friend zoned for life. As much as I hate using but, that terminology, no, but but, could,
0: but he couldn't let it go though,
3: and it could not let it go. Yeah. So I don't know if He's something like, ever. One
0: day, one day she'll love me. <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm pretty sure he sounded very similar to that. And um, the he would come into the bar constantly, and I eventually had to like there were five songs. That of course I've forgotten two of them because I think I've just pushed them out of my brain. But like when he would be in one of his moods because she wasn't answering his text messages or whatever, uh, guy. Um, he'd like toss his phone on the bar or something and then play these same five songs fucking endlessly. What unlike the jukebox? Yes. Yeah. And then it would also. Well, okay, can
0: you please give me
3: some of? The oh songs? yeah. Uh, one of them is the uh, the the main title track from uh, the Breakfast Club. Like I hear that song and I wait. I twitch. You mean you mean uh. Don't forget about it. Don't yeah. you. No. I twitched.
0: A- oh, this Oh, no. my God. And we're no. talking
3: like, let's put it this way God. His character that he identified with on um, The Breakfast Club was the janitor. Yeah. Okay. This is, I'm talking. <laughs> what like, were the
1: other songs like Cotton Eye Joe? Uh, there's that. No. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd um, been Cotton Eye Joe, I'd be married a long time ago.
3: I know I've, I've I, I literally got to a point where I was like, okay, look, here's the deal. I've got the power. So I'm going to click past these songs unless oh, you yes. put a five dollar bill on the nice. bar. um I love that. Um, what was it? Uh, I'm really upset about this one because I love this song, which was wonderful tonight by Eric Clapton, and oh, yes. I'm yeah. still, yeah, yeah not. You but like
0: but in that in that not context. when you hear it
3: 900 bow, times in a
1: bow, fucking week. Bow, bow, but bow, it was, it was goes, shit like that. Bow, bow, bow,
3: I my darling, bow. Bow. I'm, I'm about
2: to I'm about to cut you both off. <laughs>
3: So, anyway, it was uh, and so. It's getting
2: it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the are all, right, all right, that's good. So,
2: so um, it
3: just got to a point where their interaction with one another was so absolutely hilarious that I had people in other time zones on Facebook Messenger, Aww. and we called it the dumpster fire. And I would literally Aww. update them on when these two would come in. Or when they were sitting at my bar or whatever. Because I would just sit at the end of the bar and pretend like I was on my phone. And I'd be listening their entire conversation. It was so... It was so painful. So what did she want from him? I have no idea. Was he and paying her for anything? No. Was he buying drinks? No. They
1: were friends.
3: They were friends. Well, <laughs> I don't. at one point in time, like, it, and it just got so ridiculous between Cat, the two
1: of them. Kat, friends are a gift that you give yourself. And I think a lot of women, because friend zoning certainly happens both ways, mm-hmm. but I definitely think it happens more women friend zoning, friend zoning men. Um, at least in my, because you know, yeah, guys
0: will usually fuck either way, yeah. Right, they're, they're, and they'll not change all the
1: time. but it, no,
3: it, it, it happens. But, but yeah. I mean, and it's just one of those things where I think sometimes the chemistry, the mental chemistry, is like what we were taught at a young age, which was keep persisting, and eventually yeah, you'll wear yeah. her down. Yeah, but, and it's oh, just no. no, no, is no, is no, is no. no. Like when I "No, say, I'm not having it, sex with you." you
0: when you I say friends also, you are should also gif- just be able to feel that if you're if you're self aware enough. You should just be able to be like, She's not into it. But we're yeah. we're and just all, move on. We're
1: sitting here talking from the guy's perspective. You just said, What is she what does she get from this? What is she to him?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Look,
1: friends are a gift you give yourself. She literally I has have, a man that worships her and wants to hang out with her and says nothing but nice things to her. Can you imagine why she would want to spend time I, with him? No, I, I can. I, well, and then the entertainment value is that she supposedly had this
3: this boyfriend that none of us had ever seen or whatever and she was constantly fighting with him we were all Fairly positive. Would they
1: talk about the relationship? You were all yeah. The you were all fairly oh, positive. Sad. We were all fairly
3: positive that's that, positive that's so that sad. this guy also had another girl other than her. Ooh. Like, she was the side chick. So there was, like, Ooh. layers to this story. And where, he's
1: sitting there, you gotta drop him. He doesn't respect yeah. you. You can do better you than that. The better classic wasn't, that baby. The it it classic wasn't... It surprisingly wasn't that. What you're looking that.
0: for is right in front of your ass. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no.
1: And I wish you...
3: Oh, my God. No, I think one of my favorite evenings was, like, they were sitting there talking and... She was annihilated drunk. and they both lived really close to the bar, so I didn't really it wasn't one of those things where I ever like was really I mean I was always kind of worried about the. but, two of them, but, but yeah, they could yeah. they could walk home or so on and so forth. And he was I didn't catch all of the conversation, but I caught, but I love you." And she mumbled something to the effect of olive juice. So it wasn't really "I love you." It was just like a mumbling "I love juice." Yeah, I love juice.
0: Ju- I love just too. And so,
3: like I was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- those two were my favorite. Um, oh. One of the other places I worked at, um, which is no longer <laughs> oh, around, geez. called Rebel Republic. Um, there were they had there was like four booths and then five tables, and there was this older couple. They were probably in their late sixties, early seventies, in like the backmost corner booth ever and i i mean i don't need a, a college dissertation on why the fuck you two are in a bar in a corner booth all right if you guys are sitting really close together whatever you could be talking taxes i really don't give a shit they don't pay me to care i'm here are you still all right all right cool do you guys want food no want all right, more cool. care
0: juice? Come all on.
3: right. <laughs> you want me to go fuck off i will all right i'll go do that <laughs> and um it was okay for a little while like they just seemed fairly normal and like two people that were just maybe catching up or something. And then I walked over at one point in time and they were both sitting like with their elbows crossed on the table, except for his hand was underneath and was totally cupping her breast. And like he was running his thumb over her nipple. And I was like, oh God, I can't unsee that. Mm. Oh, What an uh, odd
0: sex what, act. What kind, of a, what kind of a shirt was it like silken?
3: I, <laughs> I'm just, Silken? I'm, yeah. Well, I'm. Do, do you have a you have a thing for textiles? I'm trying. Could, I have tried to burn see, this out of my brain. Could, I don't even remember. If you could see him running his
0: finger or thumb over her nipple under the shirt,
3: no, over. Oh, like if the tip was out. No, 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 no. no, no. Like so, he's so like. Yeah, he's cupping her shirt. boob oh, okay, and like weirder. literally.
1: It's so much weird. It
3: was so weird, it's and so much weird. The fact that they were senior citizens was just. Odd. Hey, come on. <laughs> I know. I know. Seniors need love too. And that's exactly what it was. But it was like this. And it was blatant. I don't like this. I don't like this. It was like so this. odd. And like I said, it, it went up to that and then it got to a point where like the end of your- I don't feel well. <laughs> yeah. Try seeing it, and now you're like, do they make bleach eye drops? Can I have some? Yeah. Put them in
1: there. It's actually. Never mind. I'm not. Gonna, so yeah, mind. it was <laughs>
3: those two were the other reigning champions that I, I have managed to not compartmentalize and and actually surprisingly bring up in therapy.
1: I would usually <laughs> ask follow up questions, but I would prefer us to shut down the category. <laughs> okay. So number seven: fights, <laughs> arrests, and fires. Like. Could I burn my eyeballs out if I ever had to see that? Um, no. we. I, look, I'm a big pyro. I love this category because fights, arrests, and fires are... It's a category all about when shit pops off and how people respond to this. The restaurant business is crazy. You see things and shit goes haywire. Yeah. Right? And uh, you find out the real motherfuckers who can handle that kind of Handle their chaos. shit. So tell us about some fights, arrests, and fires.
3: So... Um I the the same one of the same place the actually the same place uh that that had that was home to Nicodemus and uh, Fifel um was also a very very it was a very tumultuous two years of like my bartending career as a whole because there is some shit that happened in like probably actually the span of maybe a year where I was like how does this shit happen um there was the Route 91 thing that happened yeah. here in Vegas. The shooting. The, yeah. yeah, the shooting at Route 91, which is um, also my birthday. My birthday is October 1st. So here right. I am in my bar, wow. partying, having a good time. And all of a sudden, I get there's like nine SWAT officers. Hell in my breaks bar. loose. Yeah, yeah. Literal hell. And nobody knows what's going on. And so that was absolutely horrifying from so many different perspectives and just sent shockwaves through our city. Mm. And then about two months later, uh, there was a legitimate drive by out in front of the same bar and restaurant on Lower Fremont. And then fast forward to uh, about a year later, I was like, I have got to get out of this town for October 1st. I just need to go somewhere else and no, like not be in this city. Right. And I get a phone call uh, while I am spending my birthday weekend in San Francisco that there was a small, tiny electrical fire. Uh, behind the dishwasher in our establishment, and it's a tiny little bar. And the geniuses that decided to put what apparently was a tiny fire out somehow opened up and unleashed two pressurized fire extinguishers all over the bar. (laughs) Not only all over the bar, all over all of the bottles that have pour spouts in them. Yeah, so
1: what I'm fascinated by is that this bar had two fire extinguishers. <laughs> I don't know if I've so ever. So am done. I. I was like, where was the we, second we one? Had, <laughs> we had one.
3: <laughs> like that's. We no, I knew we had one because we do have people that that actually manage that kind of shit, sure. like like the the fire marshal. Not to be confused with. Um, hell fire was his name, inspector. Jim, uh, Jim, uh, Jim Carrey's character, fire Marshal Bill. But like, yeah. uh, you know, you have somebody that actually is paid to hold that yeah, position sure. and come in and check to make sure that they're okay. And I'm like, where the fuck was the second one? How did these guys find it? <laughs> like, and not only that, how did they get the second one and release the second canister all over everything? <laughs> and so here I am on my birthday week trying to operate my smartphone and look through all of our inventory. Cause the GM's like, we have to reorder everything. everything. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I've sent you the list. Well, I don't know what the, any of this means. I'm like, it's on a spreadsheet, dude. It's really <laughs> not that fucking hard. I've got the pars on there. Just go right down the line and be like, I need four bottles of this. I need three bottles of this. I need two bottles of this. I was like, take whatever is back there, subtract what we've got in stock, and buy the rest of the shit. I'm like, he was like, well, do you think we should buy, like, amaretto? I'm like, ha- yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm some, like, I, I, some I, sure. It. Some of I it. Don't I don't
3: I, know. Ki- aren't
1: you the GM? Can yeah. you make this call? The kitchen manager in the
3: back is like, oh, some of that alcohol, I'll still drink it. We'll just strain it through cheesecloth. No. no. That's not there's, really how that fucking works. There, yeah, yeah, we're trying That to- is
1: such a cook thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, this is the first time I can get my hand on that lock of and 12. <laughs> yeah, we did not have that in there. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's great. That so is we, such a cook thing to say, man. <laughs> <laughs> Strain it through cheesecloth. Oh, yeah. What a fucking maniac, <laughs> sir! You can't strain chemicals out of cheese through cheesecloth. I, cheese I think it was
3: actually just the mentality of working there in general, where you were just like, I just want it to. What's, go as, away. What's what his fans? place?
1: Are you allowed to tell us?
3: Uh, I would prefer not. not to. That's fine. To.
1: That's fine. Can you describe it to us? Um,
3: the establishment. It is a. It is. I'll put it this way. It was one of the only. It's okay, it's essentially when you walk in, it's a rail car. It's it's if you oh, know wow. what I it, like okay. it's literally just a teeny tiny little establishment that's down there and it will be the only place where you can get something to eat that is not in a casino after 2 a.m. And I'll so, leave it at that.
1: We do have a rule on this show that anytime the train passes, it's an all drink, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which
0: I would say if you can hear the planes going by, I would say that's this. We'll, we'll yeah, I don't planes. think we're
1: picking up the planes on the microphone. I know <laughs> we're next to the airport here in <laughs> Vegas, but you know, Mike records right next to the train tracks back in oh, okay. In, in yeah. uh, Kansas. So occasionally during our recordings, <laughs> the train comes by here. <laughs> and that's an all drink for our guests. I think in lieu of the story you just told <laughs> the fact that it's in a fucking train car I think it's good. Uh, it's,
3: Let's cheers do a to that. all drink. Let's do all, a little all cheers. drink for that one
1: for all of our guests out cheers. there. Cheers. Because we can't be in Kansas but we I feel like I can hear the train. Well
3: I mean I heard the term rail car when I went to New Orleans where it's just it's like you walk in and it's a, it, basically that's what it looks like. Well
1: have you ever been to Baltimore? No. So Baltimore is famous for what's called a nine by nine. And a nine by nine is a building that's nine feet wide and nine feet high. Okay. And the entire city, uh, there are four main districts downtown and every single one of those like residential housing districts were built in the... Either mid eighteen hundreds off of factory work or the late eighteen hundreds off of Bethlehem steel. Okay. And so it's a it's super blue collar town and a lot of those would be a lot of those neighborhoods have been reclaimed and they're beautiful now. You know some really cool houses with rooftop decks and they've been renovated. But there are also still restaurant bar establishments, these hidden little pubs all over town that are literally in fucking nine by nines. Yeah, okay. Like a a matchbox fucking long these long rooms. And that's exactly
3: yeah it's it's that I heard it described as a rail car and I'm like I've been on a train that's exactly what this looks yeah, like yeah. you've got bar on one side places to sit at on the and other side a, you keep walking and it just and goes and yeah. goes and goes is what it feels like yeah
1: it's pretty crazy Definitely and you'll that. see that you'll see that in a lot of the cities on the east coast uh, there was a famous excuse me a famous place in in D C called Sign of the Whale <laughs> that's just like that and I've been thrown out of that place more times than I can count all right number eight number eight. Uh, The sexy Lexi. This is the Ocho. We have changed this category (laughs) a little bit. Mike, T Cat up for number eight sex, drugs, and rock and roll. (laughs) I got him, (laughs) right? Is that, is that good enough that was awesome dude your All voice is right. so buttery and drunk
3: oh
0: sex drugs
1: and rock and roll alright calm down over there Elvis go have
3: another banana calm, and calm peanut down. butter sandwich right. <laughs> you know
0: what banana and peanut butter sandwiches are delicious alright let's stay on you track you know what else, else is <laughs> delicious oh, this is can weird we, no, we, can, can we stay on subject you're killing world. World. Fried, <laughs> a fried banana and mayonnaise sandwich I know it sounds gross absolutely delicious Don't
1: no put, literally use that the rest of that pizza to cork your mouth right now shit you're spewing out I'm like sex drugs and rock and roll this this uh profession creates a lot of friction tell us about it
3: creates a lot of friction i mean i think uh one of the things that i think you learn at least being in this industry is stop fucking your coworkers.
0: <laughs> yeah tell that to steve i'm really <laughs> not good at that luckily he's oh uh, nice did lady you miss now. that
3: day Yeah,
0: multiple in times training,
3: multiple yeah. times uh i definitely i mean we've all dabbled in that we've all done that um I think one Thanks of the guys. me feel better, cat. <laughs> one of the guys that I dated um, after after uh, we parted ways, we remained friends, and he went to go work at the cheesecake factory. And he called me. He used to call me bread. And he called me one day. He goes, "Red, gentleman Jack fucked me, man. Totally fucked me." I was like, "What happened, dude? I didn't pull out." I'm like. Ah. No.
2: Jesus Christ. <laughs> and,
3: and this dude is like borderline like literally was living out of his van just wanted to live that dirty hippie uh, like cli- transient no, cli- lifestyle. climber lifestyle actually he was a rock climber okay. and uh, don walsh it. super 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 cool dude and uh, we still talk to this day so we're talking you know 10 15 years now that him and i are still friends his son is adorable but, um, yeah, he's like, I just remember that phone call where he's like, "Gentleman Jack fucked me red. He fucked me good and named hard. he his son Jack? No, no he no. named his kid Joe. So.
0: <laughs> Gentleman Joe. <laughs> yeah,
3: it should be Gentleman Joe. I should fuck with him the next time I talk to him. A missed him opportunity,
1: that. if you ask me. Well,
3: um, and then, I mean, uh, there was, a, like, just drugs, obviously. I have been tipped, I have been tipped in a myriad of things, um, A lot of different
1: baggies. Oh, a lot of of different different baggies. Colors, shapes, sizes, and I know I
3: was definitely cleaning up one day at uh, one of the spots downtown and happened upon this tiny little baggie right after EDC. And I was like, oh, I know what that is. And stuck it in my pocket. I'm like, keeping that. That's currency for later. Ecstasy. Big shock. EDC. EDC. Yeah.
1: No doubt. (laughs) Urban
0: cocaine.
3: No. Uh, there was, there was, but that is wasn't too hard to find downtown.
0: Tell, tell the tell the people what EDC is too.
3: Oh, EDC is the Electric Daisy Carnival, mm, the aka yeah. the what did he call him? Ah, uh, it's the festival where the glittered. Drugged up fairy fucks to send upon Las Vegas. That's right. <laughs> like, you know who that's else? You know who else loves EDC? Hold on,
1: before you say this, do me a favor. Chew into the microphone a little <laughs> bit more.
0: You like that ASMR? <laughs> I got it. Want to fucking do a choke bag? you with your yum, microphone yum, 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 yum. I
1: want to wrap it around your neck right now. <laughs>
0: I fucking fucking piece. Drew Carey has been to EDC. <laughs> what? Drew Carey goes goes to EDC. Yeah,
1: Drew Carey Fox, dude. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> dude, haven't you ever seen this guy? This guy fucks. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Drew Carey show? That guy's an aw- That guy's the man.
3: <laughs> I will say this: after- Price is
1: wrong, bitch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> after after going out there once when I was supposed to be working it, which that's just a travesty of a different day. Um. It is really, really cool. Even if you're not on drugs, if yeah, you just go out sure. there and wander around, it's pretty rad. I, kinda, what, I, I will say this again. Though, what
0: kind of music is it though? It's like a, a EDM, it's EDM, dubstep. you yep. know, House, yes. house music.
1: Kind yes. of stuff, Yeah. All of that shit. But they bring the pageantry, like a lot of crazy festivals do, and I love that. I love the install, the art. <laughs> what did install? somebody
3: say? Two jukeboxer. Two radio. Wait. Two robot jukeboxes fucking. <laughs> yeah, we, somebody... were talk- Jesus, <laughs>
0: God. we were talking. Jesus God. When were we talking about dubstep earlier? I have some Set creative Reader? friends. No, we were talking about Dubstep earlier. I think on the, maybe the last episode, we were talking about just robots raping each other. Yeah, we point. essentially did not yeah. talk
1: about that. <laughs> just listen to it again. Now let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. All right. Maybe you're hazing me, which brings us to question number nine. Wow, great segue. Bar hazing. Praise. Oh, my God. Pranks and and games. Games. What do you do to pass the time or to mess with new people?
3: <laughs> um. I I guess as being a little bit a uh, little bit seasoned more seasoned of a bartender, um, I don't I don't fuck with the new kid anymore. Um,
1: but you used to.
3: Oh yeah, and if you, I think if you go out of your way to throw a hissy fit about something stupid, I'll I'll start messing with you about it. Um, mm. one of the one of the bars that I worked at, uh, this like I. At the end of the night, um, instead of we didn't have enough caps for the tops of the pour spouts, and so I went through and saran wrapped each one individually because we had such a massive fruit flight. You're mm. fucking
1: insane, yeah. <laughs> That's insane.
3: <laughs> well, but it was like a second auxiliary well that so many people never really used. Yeah. And the kid that would open in the morning went out of his way every day to pluck all of those off and then wrap it with one big piece of saran wrap, and I'm like. Are you not getting this? And then I don't know. I couldn't tell if it was a joke or if it was serious that I put fruit fly traps out. And he kind of had himself a weird little meltdown because he said it was horrible to the fruit flies. No. And he was vegan or something. And that's why it was so upsetting to him. And stop.
1: Are you kidding me? No,
3: I'm not. And I was just kind of, it was one of those things where I was like blinking, like, is this guy for fucking real? Like it was one of those situations where either he was pointing. I
1: have a question. Can you tell me about the menu? Tell it, me about the menu at the place that you were working. At. Uh, Did you serve meat there? Yeah, it was he like, didn't have a fucking problem with that. He works at this goddamn it, yeah, the fruit go, flies, man. I do, whatever. The
3: fruit flies better so too, on, man. So on the final <laughs> night, uh, I ended up just like I. I had people? gone to go bartend there to kind of. A friend, like a friend put feelers out and basically said she needed somebody who had a decent amount of experience and knowledge and was knowledgeable about whiskey. And I was like, all right, we'll mutually help each other out. And your girl. Yeah, I'm your bitch. (laughs) And, um, so I just went to go work there. I mean, it was never going to be something where I was going to try to go forward or anything. She needed a quick fix. Moonlighting, yeah. Yeah, solid. I was a solid bartender band-aid, you Mm. know? So, um... I gave a, an appropriate amount of notice. She got promoted, which was super cool. And on the last night, like, I kept telling her about this shit. And I'm like, I don't understand what this fucking guy's deal is. Like, why he hates this shit so much. And he has to go in and saran wrap everything as a whole instead of, like, each one individually. I don't get it. And uh, she was like, Yeah, I, I don't know. I was like, so on my final night. I'll pay for a roll, one of the big industrial rolls of saran wrap if I can saran wrap the bar. She was like, <laughs> knock yourself the fuck out. I was like, oh, bitch, it's on. So I this saran wrapped everything. And I mean, call me Petty LaBelle because I saran wrapped <laughs> every fucking thing Betty in LaBelle. that bar. Um, I went into the cooler and I individually wrapped Each single whiskey, like whiskey ice sphere that we had in there, (laughs) and then I saran wrapped the bag, I saran wrapped the actual mold so he couldn't get those open without cutting. (laughs) And because
1: (laughs) I have a question is there anything like spite to motivate? (laughs) Oh my god, no, there is nothing like it, dude. And this is, I have (laughs) done things out of spite, and in, in the moment, I've had like an out of body you're acting crazy. And I'm like, but it's so much fun. And this is why I don't
3: flip that switch is because I'm like, Oh, but no, 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 once no. Once it's
1: flipped, it's flipped.
3: Oh, it's on. It's, so it's like, and,
1: and the other thing is, it's not a light switch. It's one of those, oh, like, yeah. uh, it's one of those like, uh, um, Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Turn the electric on him. And it just like yeah. a big, I mean, it is a flipped, some Mel Brooks flipped. level that, shit. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> exactly. It is some Mel Brooks shit.
3: And I did like, I, I saran-wrapped the knives. And I mean, I saran-wrapped the bar tools individually. Any kind of cutting You're and a or sawing implement. You're a monster. The only thing... I saran-wrapped the... Um, I can't think of which what we oh I saran wrapped the grates and I mean fully saran wrapped them before sticking them back into the wells. Like I was just how long did this take you? Forty five minutes. Oh, oh, minutes. Only forty five. Only forty five minutes. Uh, I'm oh my impressed. god! And once I got going, dude, and you was, got good at it. Oh, and she was <laughs> sitting on the other side of the bar and just laughing hysterically. This is amazing. Um, she ended up calling me the next day. Oh, here's even uh, even more funny thing, I saran wrapped. <laughs>
2: I saran-wrapped
3: the pens individually behind the bar and every other check...
0: You probably even took the fucking caps off first, didn't you? (laughs) Oh, I always do. Actually, I hate pen caps.
3: Um, I saran-wrapped every other check presenter and then saran-wrapped them all together stacked on top. So, like, when when you walked into the bar if you were paying if you weren't really paying attention it looked like a perfectly broken down and restocked bar that just had saran wrap what? it it had no, he had no idea what he walked into and unfortunately i guess she got into a little shit the next day because i guess this particular human what? went and contacted Every single manager, all the way up to the owner, what? and was like, oh, "This punk. is absolutely disrespectful. This oh. is such a waste." And blah blah. blah. And I'm like,
1: "I bought la- that ceramic. I was ride. like,
3: it was my last night, and I offered to buy it. And the GM was like, knock yourself the fuck out. Yeah, fuck
0: no. That's a, what a punk little bitch. Yeah, calling he everybody. Is a punk little bitch.
1: <laughs> this is uh, this is just unacceptable. Okay, On I'm top a of that. vegan. <laughs> On top of that, though, when we send you the raw audio." <laughs> And you listen back, and you—I—I I, I want you to hear <laughs> yourself describe how you wrapped every item. Oh
3: no, I still have pictures. No, it's perfect. I still have pictures this, of it. No, it's perfect. The, the
1: scariest thing I've experienced this Halloween is—is <laughs> is me imagining you vigorously, <laughs> surrend- <laughs> yeah, oh, no. each pen, each yeah, part of the part.
3: No, creepily, oh, I will God. probably say creepily, like child skipping through Disneyland in single digits for video. their first time. Like la, that was me just la, happily la, skipping la, around la. the bar. <laughs> I'm sure that guy was finding Saran Wrap in places that he just did not expect. It,
0: it. It, it, and it took him a while and they got everything back to working order. Oh, but yeah. then like, oh, a couple days or a week would pass. Yes. And then they find something, something else. I'm wrapped. sure. That's and good, then the, the, all you. the rage just comes. Oh, back.
3: I don't doubt it. Like, I, and for me, I would have thought, I, I mean, me, personally, I probably would have looked at all those ice balls wrapped individually and would have been like, fuck it, I'm not taking those out. I'm going to leave them just exactly like that until I get ready to put it in the drink, unwrap it, and then shove it in a bowl. Or, know, yeah, I
1: it's, would just it's preserved, honestly. I would have yeah. yeah. thrown them away. That's the whole, I the whole mold. Okay. I would have thrown away pretty much everything that we didn't need to keep. <laughs> I would have. I would have. Because I, I, I will say this. You would have
3: cleared the bar. I mean, I had all of the tools wrapped in everything, yes. and then I saran wrapped them into those black things that are supposed to hold yeah, like your no, storm pourers. You. I saran wrap that whole thing too. What a lot of oh, people yeah. don't know
1: is if you've never been saran wrap pranked <laughs> If you've never you been think, saran
0: wrapped before
1: <laughs> if, you think, if you think it's as simple as grabbing a pair of scissors and just cutting it off <laughs> you are fucking wrong because that person did not wrap it like in a single just direction. It's in every fucking direction in every different way. Yes. It's thick. It's it's not easy to cut. It's a whole fucking thing and you're not trying to break the thing that's in side you know so um wild wild. (laughs) well that brings (laughs) this maniacal laughter (laughs) you have you have you have clearly been prepared for the gauntlet long before you ever came in contact with the show and that brings us to our final question number 10 firing and quitting stories or as we affectionately call it
0: getting 86
1: yes getting 86 um
3: not me Personally, well, that's fine. But uh, a manager that I worked with at a bar sent out. <laughs> s- ah! There we go. Sent out probably the most amazing fucking mic drop on the face of the planet. When he quit, he he wrote out an email. As, a, as the general manager of an establishment, wrote out an email. It's CC- like, I'm
0: tired of all this saran wrap CC- all over the place.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it anymore. No, he CC'd the entire staff on it and then sent it to the, the owner and was like, blah, 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 like rattled on for a hot minute and said, fuck you, I'm out, Your keys are locked in the office. Have a good night or something to that effect. And CC'd the entire staff on it. We were all like, oh, shit. Why did he quit? Uh, For usual, rage quit from just dealing with opening a restaurant after being through so many restaurant openings. And it was, the bar itself was destined to be a shit show from the get-go but um shit
0: show from the gig you're welcome that, that's a good bar name right there <laughs> yeah
3: right <laughs> he can get away with it <laughs>
0: shit show from the get go.
3: yeah um, but it was destined it was destined to be a, a just a disaster but it was a very 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 good step for me personally because i got to cut like cut my teeth on a couple of things and learn a couple of really interesting things <laughs> because he quit yeah. yeah
1: two very important decisions that he made and i'd like to center in on them if we could for a second. Um, so first decision is I'm going to lock the keys that are necessary to run this establishment in the office. Okay. Now. Highly entertaining. Highly entertaining. And, because I think he was like, and other than the owners, he was the You know exactly where I'm going with this. There, everybody knows that the bar ecosystem, there are no secrets that are safe. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he sends that email out to the staff. If he locks the keys to what everybody needs in the office, Everybody gonna know about that shit. Okay? <laughs> that is just a fact. Now, this is why the second decision <laughs> is so great. He didn't need to tell anybody about him quitting. He didn't need to tell anybody that he locked the keys in the office. But he makes a deliberate uh-huh. choice to be like, I'm going to share formally with everyone <laughs> on this team that these people are cunts. And, <laughs> yeah. and this is what I'm doing to them. And that choice Takes was to epic the, that it takes was it so to epic the next level of like oh oh fuck this is a formal fucking that we yeah. are all now front row we're in box seats to tool oh that's what that's what's happening right now and, and, and we're excited it's like oh my god oh my god i i'm not gonna ask any questions but i'm gonna go in for some entertainment i'm picking up shifts oh I wanna yeah figure out what's going on
3: I've got tickets to
1: the shit show. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Damn straight. So, yeah, Damn that straight.
3: was one of the most epic things I think ever. Is that place still in business? No. What's it called? It was, uh, it was <laughs> called uh, Rebel Republic.
1: Rebel oh, Rebel Republic.
3: It was over off of uh, Saharan Valley View. Um, Kitty Corner to a very, uh, actually, slightly famous bar called uh, Herbs and Rye. And <clears throat>
1: hey, that's the thing about a rebel. You can't make him a gentleman. That's <clears throat> how it goes. Well, what Fair an enough. unbelievable... <laughs> through to the gauntlet. I got to say, listen, I need to I need to pound you here. This has been <laughs> outstanding. The Mezcal's incredible. The stories have been incredible. You, Your entire aura <laughs> has taken over the show, and we needed this today, honestly. You can see Mike. He's wavering. Look at those eyes. He's, I mean, <laughs> he's half asleep right now. Come on, I mean, man. We've been doing oh, shows all day. Half asleep. and we they not half No, no he'll get the... He'll, I got to be honest.
0: I I'm going honest. out to Fremont tonight, you little bitch. No, but oh, if
1: we yeah. did... Look, if we did this backwards, right? If we did this backwards, if we did... Uh, Uh, Cat to uh, uh, Ju Young. To Javier, I'm not sure we would have made it because I think if you came on with us first, it's just it's as a, much as I love Javier and and, and it's a lot to do if a lo- you came yeah. on with us first, I don't know if we would have survived. <laughs> I don't know if we would
0: have survived for the rest it's of the day. It's a lot so. to do a lot of these in a row. And, and, and that's what I said when you got here. I was
3: like, you're gonna bring it home. You're tonight. perfect. <laughs> we
1: needed we needed your energy to carry us through to absolutely, the to the fucking bitter And then stuff. take you down
3: to Fremont. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. I, well, well,
1: this is our final couple questions. First, we call it our cleanup this is the how's our driving section we want you to give us re- <laughs> 1-800 fuck you <laughs> yes we want you to give us recommendations so please um give us recommendations on food drink restaurants in Bars, vegas anywhere anything that you like
0: also any other plugs you want to do or anything that uh your yourself, we didn't. your bar please anything that we didn't touch on in the podcast that maybe you want to get off your chest your time questions to, we didn't ask anything your, your time your time to shine
1: this is you. <laughs> Fuck off, Morgan. Get out of here. We're almost human.
3: He's like, hurry up, bitches. We had- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're we cruising for pussy, and Jesus is my co pilot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we need to go oh, to Lord. Fremont. Um, a <laughs> couple fun places, cruising to Cruising for pussy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nicodemus is my dude.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, since you're going to go cruise down to Fremont, um, Hogs and Heifers is always a fun place to go. Um, I'm I, I'm a dive bar queen. I love
1: dive bars. Me too. Uh, the t- me I feel C- like both, you're yeah. more kindred C- spirit C- yeah. than <laughs> <laughs> we've had on some of our... Now, I've been to Hogs and Heifers. It's one of the Hogs few places on, F- on Fremont I actually have been. Slightly off Fremont. Um, but what are other dive bars down there that we got to hit?
3: Um, in that general area, there really aren't. Or anywhere in Vegas. Okay. okay, Anyway, Um, please. personal favorites. I love a place that's not far from there. It's a stone's throw from there in um, the Arts District
1: called Rebar. So somebody else uh, recommended Javier, the arts. Yeah. Uh, Javier, yeah. Okay. Javier said that what we should do is we should go to Able Brewing, start there, and walk in through the arts. You're a down. little
3: bit too late at this point in time, especially if you're leaving. Fremont's
0: open It's fine.
3: Yeah, Fremont's. Fremont's good. And most of the places I'm actually going to send you are going to be open 24 hours. Okay, um Double Down is my personal favorite. Yeah. Double I, Down yeah. Saloon. Yeah, yeah I constantly tell people night. to sure. go to Double Down. That's on, that, their, that's on Fremont? It's not on Fremont. Okay. He said anywhere, so... Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I,
0: curious because you're not the first one to recommend oh, it. Oh,
3: God. Okay, if... if I mean... What double do you down like, like most like about a, Double Down? Like, if there's a singular thing, because we all have There things. isn't, though. You're, I, no, I, no, I no, guess it's just... Like it's a clubhouse. Okay. It's kind of like the unofficial bartender clubhouse. Like, that's just... I know Pink and Carrie Hart hang out from there from time to time because it's just a place to be chill and they know that they're not gonna get fucked with and they're not gonna have a bunch of fanboys yelling at them or whatever. They can just chill and hang just out and here. be yeah. people. But I just I get a huge kick out of it just because it's just it's a lovely smoldering ashtray in the most charming way as humanly possible. That's what I want. What I want in my um life. Yeah. it's 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 sister cousin or whatever you wanna call it, which would be um <laughs> The Tiki version of it, which is, um, why am I blanking right now? Frankie's Tiki
1: Room, okay. which is
3: absolutely awesome. sure they like-
1: actually open up a bar in kansas city called sister Sister cousin Cousin.
0: god just in pittsburgh kansas (laughs) come on down to sister cousin get fucked (laughs) it's that's
3: what the t-shirts say it's the locals bar you're a local and we love you
0: bring your family
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's a family it's a family 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 affair (laughs) you can just play family tradition on repeat (laughs)
0: All right,
2: all right, come on. Let's uh, go, let's keep so going. that's that place oh is. My oh yeah, by
3: all means, more mezcal, more mezcal. Uh, that place is. A, those places are a lot of fun. Um, Fremont, Fremont. That's Fremont. good. No, you that's good. Cool. You know Atomic, you know, Atomic is really cool. I don't. Atomic know how, Saloon. Uh, no, Atomic, uh, Atomic Liquors, which would be on Fremont. It's Fremont and Tenth. It's okay. a little bit of a hike, but it's good to go just for the iconicness of it because it's it's Las Vegas's oldest freestanding bar. And cool. it's is awesome. that right?
1: It is. Oh, that's very cool.
3: It's been there since uh, the early 50s, and the reason it's called Not Atomic Liquors. Not the same Liquors, name, right? Yeah, it's been the same name the entire time. Really? Because um, the original owner of Atomic Liquors used to take people up on the roof in the 50s to watch the Atomic Blast. Nice. So it's always it's always stuck around. That's
1: kind of fucked. I like that. But- yeah.
3: yeah. Fucked, but cool. See,
0: you know where I like to go on Fremont? The Plaza, because it's the place to be downtown.
3: That is, uh, there's that is one of many options, but um, (laughs) she doesn't love it. I didn't. I never never went there a whole lot until um, uh, they opened another Sand Dollar down there, which Sand Dollar is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's
1: quintessential old school Vegas
3: right there. It's just that when he opened that location, like a little, I think it's a little. Little under a year ago, at Plaza, like we were like, yes, finally get some culture down here, as yeah. much culture as you could have on Fremont. Well, before so we move
1: on uh, to the last set of questions, is there a bartender that you might recommend mm-hmm. for the show? We we always want to talk to our guests and see about who they want to have on the show. Uh, Especially now that you're seasoned, you know? <laughs> I mean, you, you understand the gauntlet, you know.
3: I do. Um, Gene Samuels would definitely have you laughing as as much if not That's more than me. That's a fucking
1: name right there. Gene Samuels. Oh god,
3: you you have to that that guy is an entity. He is just an absolute fucking driving force entity and he is absolutely hysterical. I'm going
1: to do two things. One, Gene don't fuck around. Come on the show. <laughs> Number two, I'm putting in I'll on you. I'll text his ass right now. <laughs> Kat, I'm putting on you. If Gene That's doesn't fine. come on the show, it's on you. Oh, okay. yeah. You if, if, if Gene doesn't come on the show, you're stuck with me again. <laughs> I'll bring you back. I would love to have you back on for a Boilermaker. Let's get you back on.
3: <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, there is a bartender that works at... Um, it's one of the other tiki bars here. His name is CJ. And that dude has got a hat. Like, he's got some epic fucking stories. And he also gave me probably one of my favorite terms that I use on a constant basis when I when I can fit it into sentences, which is vegan-jellicle. Oh, God. <laughs> And he's like, and I say this as somebody who was raised a vegan. He was like, but these new fucking vegan Jellicles, And then I witnessed wait, wait, uh,
1: raised and, a vegan. Yeah,
3: so I witnessed this gentleman going on a ten-minute rant about the new vegans and the vegan community and whatnot else. And sorry, uh, sorry, not sorry if I offend somebody for being a vegan, but that is a personal first-world decision. Yeah. If it happens in a second or third world country, it's not out of choice. (laughs) It's not by choice. Might drop on that. (laughs) Also,
0: if you're offended by words, go fuck yourself, okay?
3: I used to laugh at people that were that were vegans until they were Well drunk. said, Michael. Yeah. Fuck off. It's true. No, yes. I actually not being I think, No, no, no. I think he's actually being sincere. I think I'm yeah. actually watching a moment of sincerity here. Yeah, it's, it's rare.
1: <laughs> it's rare to witness. What you just saw was kind of like a unicorn.
0: I can't tell. I'll, I'll have to listen back to tell if he's being real or not. I hope you did. listen back. I'm just back. tired of this fucking culture right now, man. I'm, just, I'm tired I'm, of you. I'm glad we get to do this shit. Ass. We just get to be real and just talk about shit, okay? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You Knives ball. are sharp, and we get to be real. <laughs> watch out. Watch out. Knives are sharp. <laughs> <You're> they'll, <so laughs> they'll
3: get you. Adidas <laughs> will never get rid of me. Right. Oh, man.
0: White Lives Matter. <laughs> oh,
3: God, that guy. Michael. I, Michael. That, could be, that could be its own fucking podcast right so, there, Zach. I'm gonna say, oh, wait. It was.
1: I'm going to say one thing about the whole Kanye debacle. <laughs> the, the yay? This is dangerous to not Kanye, but I'm it's yay, doing it right? anyway. Okay. When graduation came out, my life changed. I listened to that CD every single day that I went into school. I was like, whoa, nothing else sounds like this. This person is the coolest person I've ever known.
0: But you this, didn't know him, though.
1: Hold on. You as I know. Now, you have to understand this 14, 15-year-old me. And now I've aged. And one of the things that my mom and I most recently connected on is as you age, you see these people that you, I don't know, strike as heroes or aspire to Never be. Never Admire, rise and fall. And that is the true test of aging, is uh, seeing people go full life cycle in celebrity. And it was fascinating to me. I was talking to my mom about this. I was like, uh, this person was at one point what I thought was the coolest human being to live. And now I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, there is mental debilitation and this person is racist and toxic and I don't even know if they're performing like a piece of like art at this point I, I don't know like are you are
3: we watching avant-garde like is he is just he sitting
1: back maybe, he, yeah, maybe to- he's a
0: genius and this is all just a performance no it <laughs> feels
1: like he's like almost trying to elicit reactions I don't know it's wild it is really this really is wild. quite the tangent for the end of this episode <laughs> yeah right <laughs> look as somebody that has been one of the gr- biggest Kanye fans in the entire world. I mean, I was massive, massive. We used to hold Kanye West, Taylor Swift parties in college. And I used what to tell people. What well, yeah, the Well, after the Grammys decision where he came oh, out. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. And when that came out, we were like, pick your fucking side. Because I hate Taylor <laughs> Swift. Oh, that's so, so funny. It's like, you pick your side and you dress as one or the other. And they're great <laughs> parties. Because men and women come dressed as either Kanye or Taylor. Oh, that's amazing. And okay, all right, take that back. They're that sounds yeah. pretty hysterical. Some of my favorite parties. But now it's like. I feel like if I threw that party today, I would almost like have to come dress as Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> that breaks you me. You look sexy as that Taylor That breaks Swift. me. She uh. doesn't show her belly button. Which she's a, uh, I got a whole problem man. about Not that. Not a
3: button. huge fan of her either. Yeah, I, love, me. I love
1: me.
0: her music so much.
1: All right. Wrapping up closing questions. so many songs Losing about breakups <laughs> and no songs about blowjobs. <laughs> uh, Just saying. That's really where she's missing she, out. She also <laughs> likes to talk about how, how all the men that she has uh, she has eaten have apparently abused. No, you no, said no, eaten? No. no, it's a whole wow. thing it's all she's thing. a closet cannibal yeah she is no. <laughs> all right last couple questions here. <laughs> that really got derailed all right why all do you right, do i this? think that's the
3: sound of a train derailing drink yes why
1: <laughs> yes cheers
3: cat why
0: do you still do this aka why do you fucking hate yourself
3: <laughs> i actually donate myself which is probably why i still do this comically <laughs> enough um but you have to be some kind of crazy to do this. That oh, I never mean, said I wasn't. No, no, no. But I'm that's fucking like, bonkers. That's, that's what we mean by this question. <laughs> no, I know. Um, I, the, I had a... In the almost 20 years now that I've been bartending, I had a small little area in there where I went after my dreams. And I wanted to go towards my childhood dream of being a veterinarian. And... Was a veterinary, an emergency veterinary technician for about eight years. And towards the end of that, I quit and went back to bartending because bartending was easier. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't mean a little bit easier, like "Eh, I can motor through it today. I mean, Leaps and bounds did not rip my heart out, set it on fire, and then crush it into a thousand pieces. This
1: is so serendipitous. My lady (laughs) did the same thing, and she left that because of how draining emotionally it was on her.
3: There are things that are compartmentalized and locked up in my brain. And, I mean, cement shoes is about the best that I can describe it, of stuff that I won't talk about, not even in therapy, nothing. Not with my partner, not at all. Like stuff that I've seen in the veterinary really, world have, that are horrible. That I will never talk about and ever you have again. A
1: deep affection for animals, and and when you're working in a uh, emergency clinic, you're seeing the worst of the worst. Of yeah.
3: But, uh, you know, with that being said, the, the reason, the reason I hate myself to come back to this job is, I mean, at, at the worst part, you're going to piss me off and make a great story. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> no at doubt. the be- best option, I call a cop and kick you out of my bar and refuse <laughs> to serve you anymore. And guess what? Fuck off and yeah, go sure. to a different bar. We're in Vegas. You sneeze wrong and there's another bar, like yeah. go somewhere else. You can go be some, uh, somebody else's problem. And you know what? I don't feel bad. <laughs> well,
1: well. speaking of your bar, if you <laughs> opened one, uh, what would you call it or what would the theme be? Um.
3: God, I don't even know. What so a great question.
1: If we're putting you on the spot. One Which of the th- you are. <laughs> one of the things that we always like as a follow-up question is when you're shutting down your bar, what is that song you play to let a motherfucker know? It's oh, get time the fuck to- out. Get the, the fog out, out of here. here.
3: Get finish the fog up up out your, your beer. beer. <laughs> Richard Cheese, old Dick Cheese, for sure.
1: Oh my god, and he's hysterical live. <laughs> I love him. I <laughs> do think that uh, a rat pack style bar that only played Richard Cheese would be
3: fun. I think that would be absolutely amazing, especially if all the cocktails were like cheese. Actually, you could just do you could do an entire restaurant and shit out of that and just make it a fun new place. Yeah, no, no. doubt.
0: Do not. Uh, to just I don't want a cheese drink. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> the names can be cheesy.
0: Blue cheese stuffed olives, olives. in a dirty gym. Thank you. <laughs> in a dirty gym martini is about as far as I'm going to go. Okay.
1: Dude, you look handicapped right now.
0: Hey, that's <laughs> offensive. Okay.
1: It's more of an get the fuck out of <laughs> here. <laughs> On this note, as they sing me out, go on, no. sing me out. Yeah, so,
0: no. so do you have a, if, if you have a, if you had an idea of like the kind of bar that you would want to run, do you have an idea of what? what it the would theme? definitely
3: be something good, funky and divy and, yes. and silly like that. That's, I mean, there are, I, I do believe that there is not necessarily a, what I call it a hierarchy, but there are some people who are better suited for certain establishments than others. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, True. Clearly. I I I am not suit for, suited for fucking fine dining ever because I definitely would get some off the wall question where somebody would be like, "Excuse me, will you cut my steak for me?" And I'm like, "Are you fucking joking?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm definitely a dive bar bartender type. Um, I think it's hard enough for me to <laughs> still continue to be in the corporate world, but you at least steak's last resort.
1: You had too much personality. <laughs>
3: Yeah, there's a line and I ceremoniously dance over it from time to time, but Good I don't go
1: all the way over it. Well, you know a Dance on that fine dining <laughs> grave is what I say. Oh, yeah, I mean, no.
3: That yep. or being a union bartender, that kind of thing. um which is something that's out here, but yeah, well, we have talk, talked, talked about yeah. it.
1: It's
0: incredible. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, we never heard about that before. I, I
1: I gotta say, you you have absolutely <laughs> played your pied to pipe tonight. <laughs> you have endeared us to you because I I will tell you, if you were working in our local market, you can promise yourself that Mike and I would be posting. <laughs> your- we we love not only a bartender that we can give shit to, but actually a bartender that berates and gives shit to us. <laughs> yeah. And and Glut- gluttons for punishment. Gluttons yeah. for punishment. Totally true. And and you've been incredible. It has been a ton <laughs> of fun hanging out with you So much fun. An amazing cocktail. Uh, carrot surprise.
3: Carrot surprise. Carrot
1: surprise. what and you guys ad-
3: are you guys are digging into that mezcal surprise. Yes. That surprise yes. is going to the- be
0: your. Don't fucking okay. judge. My right? ass, come tomorrow. on, sweetheart. Yeah. My
3: name is not Westboro, and this is not a Baptist <laughs> hey, church. Okay, he's
0: from Wichita. Okay, that's <laughs>
1: offensive. Okay, <No>, I was <laughs> born there. I'm not from there. You cunt. All right. He was he was delivered in the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh my parking lot. Sorry, it's
0: more of
2: West. It's Kentucky. Yeah, thank
1: you. Yeah. Anyway, let's burn it all down. Let's send it home. Catch, you have anything to tell the people before we go?
3: Yes. If there is one thing that you can invest in yourself invest in therapy. There is always somebody to listen. There is always somebody that uh, that will absolutely try to help pick you up. Um, it doesn't always have to be your partner. It doesn't always have to be your best friend. That's what bartenders sometimes end up being. is a, yeah. But as a bartender, please, 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 please go get therapy. We have lost entirely too many people by their own hand in this town, in this town that a couple very, very close to me, one of them being one of the first friends I made in the bartending industry. But um, please, please, please seek out help. It'll be the greatest thing that you do for yourself. It's the most ridiculous mental Cirque du Soleil shit that you will give yourself. But it's better to fight your demons head on than, and no matter how dark the world is it's a lot darker without you there yep, you're worth
0: it and there's a lot of really cool outlets for that uh like chow and uh Herd, which we're going to profile on the show at some point in time but uh there's some great organizations out there that speak directly to people in the service industry so i know sometimes it's hard to find somebody that understands what you're going through and there are a lot of uh, organizations out there that uh you know are,
1: are putting forth the effort you're talking about yeah you just said it a minute ago it might not it might not be somebody immediately in your uh, orbit um, that's available uh, there for you, but there are people that care, and mm-hmm. I think the more that we um, expand our community within the service business, the more that we tell each other that we care and that we have a like-minded experience, whether that is in the corporate w- service business, yeah, <laughs> in the corporate dive show bar or- world, or I, I mean, I think we all are you know, at every level, whether it's a Chili's and an Applebee's or some crazy dive bar in a little town or some uh, casino, we are all dealing with the fact that day in, day out, we have to perform for people. And we're and slinging a legal drug.
3: Yeah. We're literally just it's, handing people poison it's, or it,
1: it's wild. It, it's a wild, wild profession. And, um, uh, I appreciate you, uh, resonating on this particular point, because it's something we're passionate about. And, you know, we end a lot of these shows with a lot of, hey, fuck off. And, hey, yeah. uh, you know, let's um, let's get them out of here. But, look, it's been so much fun hanging out <laughs> with you. And I appreciate you you sharing love with the people that are listening. Because even if this touches one person Absolutely. in the service business, um, it, you know, I think it's important. I really do. And it, it, it is. And, like I said, it, I, I cannot, cannot
3: stress enough that however dark you think that the well is or the hole is that you're in there is somebody that is willing to crawl down into that hole and help you out of it so please 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 i don't give a fuck who it is i don't care if you're i i called somebody who i don't i didn't even like to talk me off a ledge (laughs) somebody who i i don't even know why i had this person's phone number but they talked me off of a ledge before i did something completely stupid and I will forever say that. Just, it is no longer a sign of weakness. It is, it's not like our parents. It's not like the boomers where everybody's like, oh, it's a sign of weakness. No, 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 no. Get in touch with your mental health. Get in touch with the way that you feel. Every day. And get it fucking out and move through it. And yeah. then go be a performing circus monkey or something. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Go fuck yourself in the bathroom and yeah. do, a, do a fat line of coke and go back to the work or something. <laughs> no. I don't know. But at well, least... Talk to a therapist about it and move through some of that shit and be healthy mentally.
1: Look, guys, we love you. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you, Kat. It has been a ton of fun. Thank
3: you, Mike and Steve. This has been a blast.
1: Thank you. And still...
3: And it's still the Fremont Freak Show time! (laughs) Fremont Freak Show time!
1: (laughs) Freak to SLA! Asian noodles. (laughs) And you're beautiful tonight. Oh, God, I hate you guys.
0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening along, and thanks for drinking along. We really hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you did, we release new episodes whenever we fucking can. Big shout-out to our friends over at Trauma Parlor, whose song Fast One you heard throughout the show. Please go check them out on Facebook and Spotify and show them some love.
1: Damn straight. And I'm going to apologize in the front end, because my voice is shot. Vegas took it the fuck out of me. Uh, if you want to be one of our regulars, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at BRPDrinkAlong. You can listen along on Google Pod, Apple Pod, YouTube, and Spotify at the Bartender Rant Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review. This is the best way that you can help us grow the show and reach new listeners. The more ratings and reviews, the faster we climb up the charts. Plus, you really need the personal validation.
0: Yeah, personal validation or $5, right, Steve?
1: I would prefer $5. (laughs) I'm a hooker.
0: (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> cheap one, at that. And don't forget, if you're a Spotify user, please be sure to check out the BRP playlist on Spotify. Uh, we've got some cool playlists on there for you, including the BRP Industry Night playlist, which is composed of only songs chosen by all of our incredible guests.
1: Our wonderful, wonderful guests. Do you want some kick-ass show merch?
0: Of course yeah, of you do. Cor- of course uh, I do, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know Michael does. I know you people do as well. Check out all of our amazing swag, courtesy of Campo Design Co., at ProdigyDTG.com backslash bartender rant. And if you just want to hang out with Mike and me, join us on the first Monday of every month for our virtual Industry Night Happy Hour. Have some drinks, meet some fellow bar flies, listen to our guest bartender playlist that we just told you about, and you can even tell Mike and I to our faces how much we suck at podcasting. Make sure to follow on social uh, for all the links to the BRP Industry Night Happy Hour.
0: That's right, Steve. And if you want to be one of our VIP listeners, please subscribe to the Bartender Ramp Podcast on Patreon. VIPs are always going to have a seat at the bar. You're going to get access to our bonus content, like the Vegas Bar Crawl episodes. Also, the Boilermaker tapes, Ranch versus Blue Cheese, uh, Crank Calls, special releases, and so much more.
1: Yeah, like that really bad teaser. Uh, that Mike and I, yeah. please, if you're a Patreon subscriber. Don't listen to it. If you actually uh, don't listen to it, Forgive please. us. Forgive us for if, the I'll, I'll,
0: I will say, if, Chris's, if either of the Chrises are listening right now, I get it. I understand why you hate me so much. I'll give but you just,
1: $5 back just not <laughs> <to>. <laughs> If you want to be a big tipper.
0: A.K.A. one of our Bozels. Feel
1: free to leave a tip on PayPal under the bartender Rand podcast at gmail.com. If you do, we'll list you as one of our wonderful executive producers and shout out your name and drink of choice or something you want us to shout right here.
0: Yeah, and uh, for these Vegas episodes, uh, our special Bozelles, our special sponsors are, of course, Herd Card Game, Chandler from Herd Card Game. Uh, She got us hooked up with Wendy at Chilled Magazine and got us in touch with all the incredible bartenders that you're going to get to listen to. Please check her out. She's on Instagram, Herd Card Game. She's also in our link tree in our bio. So if you go to our Instagram, you can check out our link tree and you can see the Herd Card Game and where to purchase it. It's incredible. It is uh, cards against humanity, but for the service industry. Get a few of your bartender, server friends together, throw five or ten bucks a piece in, get this. It is so much fun to play. And, Let it uh, live
1: behind your bar.
0: Yeah, just keep it behind the bar. I, I completely agree with that. But then also a gigantic shout-out to Wendy from Chilled 100, or Chilled Magazine. Uh, Wendy is the National Director of Chilled 100. uh, And if you would like more information about a free membership to their magazine, uh, or, excuse me, a free membership or a free subscription to their magazine, uh, you can check out www.chilledmagazine.com. Or you can email Wendy at chilledmagazine.com. and uh, if you are someone who truly is passionate oh there's the train too so it's drink along drink there people. you go all drink finally got it in on the Vegas episodes if you are <laughs> someone who tru- <laughs> we can't escape the train if you are someone who truly loves uh, the bar the, the bar industry the service industry or if you're somebody who's just starting out and you want more uh, you know you want uh, a resource to help you build and grow your skills and learn more about the industry please check out Chilled. Wendy was incredible. She was so easy to work with. We didn't get a chance to meet her, but she got us in touch with every single bartender you heard from Vegas. So thank you very much, Wendy. Thank you, Chandler. We love you you guys.
1: Thank you so much. Uh, Mike and I do this because we love the service industry and we want to bring you great content. But keep in mind, this is not our day job. With your help, we can keep the stories coming and interview local bartenders from coast to coast. And as always... Don't just listen along. Drink along.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you or someone you know is struggling with alcoholism or substance abuse, please contact SAMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. Their National Helpline is free, confidential, 24-7 and 365 days a year. Look, we love you guys, we really appreciate listening along, but more than anything, we want you to stick around. And you can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself. So if you do need some help, please reach out to the International Helpline. If you're an international listener, please just get online and find a helpline or a help center near you. And as always, Steve and I are happy to talk to anyone. If you need just somebody to talk to or vent to, we're happy to be there for you. We can't offer you any professional help, but we really do appreciate you guys being a part of this podcast and we want you to stick around and Steve and I are happy to help in any way that we can to make sure that that happens. So thanks again, guys. We love you and we'll see you on the next episode.
1: Can we actually take this again real quick?
0: Nope. Keep going. <clears throat> keep going. All right. Last
1: couple questions we have for AKA, you. AKA, okay? Why my name do you- Steve go on? <laughs> Mike, stop. Why do you do why this? Why do you still
0: lose? A.K.A. AKA why, why do you, you hate yourself.
3: I don't even know what I'm watching here. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Really like this. All right, Mike. This, this, feel, this feels plus. like wedding night. That's it's plus. just <laughs> painful. That's actually, sincerely, pause. I'm Let putting all this shit <laughs> Let me react it because we need to chop that, No, right? I'm not chopping this. This is
0: all going in. <laughs> AKA, so why, awesome. why Why do you... Look,
3: <laughs> I work at Dick's Last Resort, and I don't know if you guys know what that is. But oh, basically, it's a with. it's a restaurant that's well known For of where everybody's back. a fucking asshole to Come you. <laughs> and as long as you guys don't mind the.
0: Not only do we not mind Awesome. Where did my stickers go?
3: When I originally, oh rad! Thank you. Oh yeah. my God! Thank stop you. it. There's a fucking gauntlet st- okay, that makes me happy. Isn't that <laughs> Isn't that so and rad. You got
0: an OG sticker because <laughs> we've since changed question eight to sex, drugs, and rock. And yeah, roll. that's a limited print. Yeah, it is. It really is.
3: Oh, sex stories. Oh god, do I have a very, very fucking weird one for you? You guys are gonna love this shit. Oh, don't tease us now. Oh, you know, you guys are gonna love it. <laughs>